Hey everybody, it's Editing Roy. Uh, just wanted to come in and let you know, give you a heads up that uh, this episode does discuss some uh, child abuse. So if that's something that you don't want to hear about, um, you know, maybe just proceed with caution. Uh, we try not to dwell on it a whole lot, but it's still in there. Kind of the nature of the beast uh, with the characters that we're dealing with. Not great. Anyway, just wanted to give you a little heads up. Uh, enjoy the episode. City bitch, 10, 10, 10, 20s on your titty bitch. 100 DVIP, no guest list. Titty Rob, you don't know who you fucking with. Got my other bitch, fucking with my other bitch. Fucking all night, we ain't sell a bitch. Sam too dope, I ain't selling it. Buy fresh in the motherfucking peppermint. Go let him in, life can't kill a shit. Young money, young money, yeah, we getting rich. Got your grandma, my bitch. <laughs> Friends, haters, cultivators, welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about patriarch of the Dow of Modow. I'm Old Ugly Pants Roy. Old Ugly Pants Roy. And I am Fallon, a.k.a. Mr. Ruin His Damn Life. Damn. This chapter fucking sucks. This chapter was harrowing. Yeah. Like, it was emotionally taxing. Yeah. I think I aged five years just oh, yeah. rereading this shit. Like, I'm already ooh. in my 60s. Like, oh my god. Like, I felt the years drag on my body the more I read through this chapter. And there's a lot of this chapter to read. There's it's so a big many old pages boy. of it. 334 to 354. It's like 20 it's pages. 20 pages. Yeah. 28 and a half by 11 ooh. American pages. American American standard pages. It's a lot. Uh, Did I ever tell you about the one time when I was in first or second grade when um, they asked us to use college ruled paper instead of wide ruled? And that was the first time I had ever heard of that. And I raised my hand and asked uh, what the difference was between college ruled and wide ruled. And I got put in timeout. What the I got told to sit on the sit on the timeout carpet, and that was also the owner and proprietor of the school. <laughs> oh my god! I told us to do that. I was like, cool. "How could you ask a question? How dare you ask? a How question? dare you ask a question as a fucking seven year old? What the shit? Homestead Montessori schools, weird as fuck, y'all. What the fuck? Anyway, anyway. So this I'm old as hell now. Oh, mood. Oh, mood. I mean, and I'm already internet old, so we don't need to go into that. Yeah. Uh, it's grandma. But um, before we get into the chapter, uh, we we had a bit of a, a longer break than, you know, we should have between the last episode coming out and this one. Eighth. But what happened in the last couple of weeks or whatever it was is that we got a... We got a teaser for the chibi season. Yeah, and it was very cute. It was very cute, and chibi Wi-Fi is back with that fat fucking ass again. Yeah, it's really <laughs> distracting. <laughs> they insist. MXTX they really is back there it. being the advisor for these things or whatever and saying, I will sign over all of the rights to everything. I will let you rob me of my creative... Uh, authorship rights, Tencent. 
as long as you agree to, no matter what adaptation this is, give this boy a big old butt. Make sure he keeps them cakes. Keep them cakes 2020. Keep them cakes 2020. Keep them chibi cakes. Dude, chibi cakes. And also, I'm really excited because there was a little, I'm pretty sure it was drunk Lan Wangji. Yeah. Speaking of drunk. Speaking of Lan Wangji, I missed him so much in this chapter. I miss him. I want him to come back. I missed him so much in this stupid chapter. Sorry, my ringtone was on. That was bad podcast etiquette. (laughs) I mean, I just like the the longer I went through this chapter, the more I was like, oh my god, I need to see Lan Wangji. I need to cleanse my soul. I need him back. I feel like shit. Just want him back. Honestly, feel like shit. Just want him back. Just want him back, dude. I'm tired of this shit. I didn't want two pages of Shui Yang telling his weird sob story. I'm so fucking sick of Shui Yang. I didn't want 20 pages of a perfectly hapless, stupid, good man being manipulated basically to death. I don't want this. At least ego death the fuck. Who could want this? I don't I don't want it. I just want Lon Wangji. I want him to pick me up in his huge arms and just tell me that it's okay. Cause this is all in the past now. I want him to give me a hug and let me pet a rabbit. Yeah. And he, then, he, you know he keeps one on him. And then I want him to make me do like a recording of something. Yeah. You know, like, just copy some rules a hundred times. I think that would suit me. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, an audio recording or something. Lan Wangji forces you to do ASMR ASMR. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the way that that sounded, and I was like, uh, maybe not. I don't know, I don't know about that one. <laughs> now, now, speak very closely into the microphone. Yes, you have to lower your voice a little bit. Like this, you have to whisper into the microphone, and it's very unsettling for a lot of people, and yet somehow it's really popular. You get them dick up. Do you want to talk about this chapter? Yeah, let's talk about this chapter for let's a minute. Get this fucking over. I'm excited with. Um, for the Chibi series. Yeah, we all are. I'm excited for Chibi Weying's humongous ass. I'm just excited because everybody looks really cute. They do look really cute. They look really cute. They did give... Something happened where uh, Chibi Junction got like a big Looney Tunes cartoon knot on his head. Yeah, I'm I don't excited know what happened. to see that. I'm just excited to see more Jongchun content. That's true. I miss him, too. I miss the him. I miss Jin Young. I miss, I miss the anybody everyone. who isn't this awful, terrible fucking... Murder twink. Murder twink. There are so many murder twinks in this novel. What the fuck? There are quite a few murder twinks now that I think of it. I can think of at least three off the top of my head. Yeah. Possibly four. Maybe more. Maybe more? Let's talk. Murder twinks. <laughs> Eight legs, seven murder twinks. Wow. Maybe more. That's a robust number. <laughs> it's a healthy number. Chapter 40? Chapter 40 time. Chapter 40, Grasses Part 8. We only have two more parts of this left. And then wow. we can then we can move on with the rest of our lives. The slog. <laughs> The slog of it all. This isn't even the longest arc in the novel. I'm 
let's talk. I about don't it. even care that yeah. the next that this isn't the longest arc. It feels like the longest yeah. novel I've ever read because I'm just completely. It's a novel within at a this novel. Point, this at this point, I am completely uninvested in Shui Yang as a character. Yeah, I want any- him to go away until he needs to be relevant and evil again, which you know is going to happen. Not a spoiler, just a fact. He's going to make it happen. He's going to make it happen because he's the type of person who needs to insert himself into everything. We're making this happen. I'm just, bro. (laughs) The eye roll they just did. Bro, I'm really tired of seeing this motherfucker. I'm really tired of it. I hate what he pulled in this chapter. I hate hate what he pulled last chapter. I hate what he pulled on uh, actually a couple different clans now. You know, just a, gl- just, a quick, yeah, a quick genocide. You know, he Normal. just stays pulling shit. He stays pulling shit. He the, stays every action, being disrespectful. Every action he takes can only be described as pulling shit, and it's I'm so tired. Shit. I'm really, this and man, I'm really. Listen, I'm really not criticizing Mo Shang Tong Shu's right writing here. I just hate characters like this they're just not my not my cup of fucking emperor's smile you know this man is 2020 the person it exhausts me it's exhausting to read about i do need a nap he is 2020 the person just 2020 personified he's a 2020 gajinka and we hate it we Fucking hate it. It's awful. Anyway, oh my god, I fucking hate it. You know who? Yeah. Let's get balls deep in this summary. Yeah. Chapter 40. Let's get into it. Let's fucking get into it. Chapter 40, Grass is Part 8. Do you know who else hates it? Aching. Yeah. She is, fortunately though, she's too damn tough to truly get scared of Shuiyang tricking Xiaoxing Shen into killing alive people, uh, even though she does hate it, as established. Um, we get more about how Shui Yang is tricking Xiaoxing Chen, um, which is by using corpse powder to make the villagers seem dig because it tricks Shuanghua because Shuanghua is a corpse finding sword. Uh, Xiaoxing Chen is clueless about it. He's just like, weird how there's so many zombies here. And Shui Yang is like, I know, right? Um, (laughs) well, we can complain about it when we get there. Yeah. Um, Ching starts trailing them every time they go night hunting and it's the same shit again and again. And she's just watching Shuiyang go night hunting and it's, uh, you know, she's just watching him around the clock. Um, she's very vigilant. Uh, one night she starts bothering Xiaoxing Chen to tell her a story and he's bad at it, but he tries and he tells her stories about, uh, Baoshan Sanren's other disciples who left the mountain like he did and, Wei Wuxian is like, oh, Sangsa Sanren was my mom. Good thing Xiaoxing Chen isn't telling this child that her son grew up to be society's bastard. Um, <laughs> the bastard of life. The bastard of life. He also starts talking about Songlon, but he gets weird and sad about it and doesn't go on. Uh, Shuiyang cuts in, and this is where we get his fucking true crime backstory, um, which is that when he was a little baby, he got hired by some rando at a restaurant to take a letter to some other rando on the promise of having treats thrown into his mouth. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> but when he got, uh, you know, when he came back, but he couldn't read, so he didn't know that the letter just had fuck you written on it, apparently, <laughs> and the guy he took the letter to beat the shit out of him. And then when he got back to get his treat payment, the uh, that guy was gone, and the waiter at the restaurant beat the shit out of him. 
And then he ran into the first rando, and that guy beat the shit out of him, too. And Shuayong's like, well, I still gotta have my candy, is the moral of the story. And Xiaoxing Chen starts giving both Shuayong and Aqing a piece of candy while they're asleep. Uh, it's It would be cute if not for the things that happen later. There are um, so many <laughs> things in this chapter that are like, it would be cute if not for everything else uh, that was happening. Infuriating. God. Um we get a bit about Shuayong being good at haggling, which is good because Shaoxing Chen gets, he easily gets ripped off every time he goes to ancient Chinese vampire times Kroger, and good for Aqing too, because she gets mad whenever that happens, but can't really do anything about it. So Shuayong and Aqing have a while where things are just, like, civil, but she's still got her eye out, um, her not blind eye out. Um, so then one day she's fucking around and she runs into this big handsome goth jock cultivator who tells her to watch out, there's bad vibes afoot, and it's Song on. And he's looking for Xiaoxing Chen. And Aqing catches on and is like, oh, I got this, and starts leading him back to the coffin house, but Song on stops, uh, because rut row raggy, uh, Shuayong is there too, and Song on knows all about this little fuck. So... Songwon and Aqing, like, hide behind a bush or something and uh, watch while Shuayong and Xiaoxing Chen decide who's going to go to the grocery store. And Shuayong tricks Xiaoxing Chen at first, but then changes his mind and decides to go instead. Um, and uh, Songwon asks Aqing a bunch of questions about how long this guy's been here, what the whole shit of it is, and she's just like... That guy's a fucking asshole. Daozhong's just lonely. <laughs> and Songwon, and then it's Songwon's turn to go, I got this. And Wei Wuxian watching this thinks, fuck yes, go get him. Um, and Songwon books ass down the road to confront Shuayong. And Shuayong says, oh, hi, Mark. And Songwon <laughs> is like, what the fuck is up, Shuayong? Um, and pull he, up. Help pull up. <laughs> uh, he demands answers. Shuayong just acts shitty and bratty at him, like, goads him the way he always fucking does. He's like, remember how you told Daozhong to fuck off after I killed your whole temple, just according to my Keikaku and Song on blue screens? Um, Shuayong throws corpse powder at him and slices his tongue off when he coughs from it. Song on's all fucked up, but he still tries to attack Shuayong, uh, but then, uh-oh, Shuanghua stabs through Song on's body, we hate it. Xiaoxing Chen is here, and he's like, it's all good, I got this, eat dirt, zombie. And Shuayong says that he likes it. Um, Sanglan stays quiet because he doesn't want Xiaoxing Chen to know that he killed him. Um, and, uh, the alive boys go inside for Dindins. Um, Aqing goes up to dead Songwon, uh, and apologizes for getting him into this and for not being able to do anything and vows to murder the shit out of Shuayong for this. As you do. As you do. Um, big mood. Uh, <laughs> she goes home crying and passes it off that somebody, some girl in the village called her ugly. Um, she demands that Xiaoxing Chen and only Xiaoxing Chen take her shopping for a new hot girl wardrobe and makes him promise to do it the next day since everything's closed at this point. Um, later on, she's alone with Shuayong and he's like, if somebody calls you ugly, you gotta kill him and mutilate him. And she's like, can you fucking not? And then for once in your life, for once in your life, can you please be normal? And he says no. Um, but then the next day, she and uh, Xiaoxing Chen head out to do their fashion shopping, and she asks him if he knows somebody named Shuayong, and that's the chapter. That's it. It ends on that on that cliffhanger question. Fuck Shuayong! I'm so sick of this boy. Uh, oh my god! I'm so sick of him. Uh,
fuck shui yang. I'm my so longest, tired. My longest fuck shui yang ever. Honest to God, I'm so tired. I'm tired of this motherfucker. I'm like ripped to you if you like him, but I, this is I'm not so a pro. I'm so fucking different. This is not a pro shui yang podcast. Not I'm anymore. I'm so sorry. You're not going to find satisfaction about that <laughs> character here. I'm so, sorry I'm not, about it, but not sorry about I'm it. I'm not the one, two, three, or four. Mm-mm. All right. <laughs> I'm not any of them. No. I can't do it. I really thought, okay, so I read the book for the first time, and then I was in the fandom, and I saw all of these takes about Shui Yang, and I was like, okay, you know what? He's probably not that bad, and I just, like, really remembered him being terrible. Yeah. But I'm rereading the book now, and we're on grasses, and boy, this man... Part eight of Grasses. Horrible! I'm so fucking tired, dude. I'm tired of it. I'm so fucking tired of it. I don't like characters like this. I just don't. It's my personal preference that I don't like characters like this. I don't like dynamics like this. And I say dynamics because I know that there are people who enjoy Xing Chen and Shui Yang together. I don't like that dynamic, especially from what I've seen in this, especially from the rest of the ships that I can choose from in this, in this book. I can't do it. I'm tired of this man. I'm so tired. I'm just sitting here underlining everything you're saying. I'm so fucking... He's just... He's a shit-eating grin with legs, and I'm so fucking tired. There's only so much I can take. He's a human skid mark! He's so fucking... God almighty! He's so obnoxious. He's just so fu- Like... This is that's the, what it is. He's fucking obnoxious. He is obnoxious. He's, he's obnoxious and he's not like lovably obnoxious the way Wei Ying is. Because yeah. Wei Ying is fucking obnoxious. But he's a sweet boy. This one... No. Like, if, this he creature, were, if he were, like, more insidious or something, I mean, like, you know. <laughs> but then I guess, you know, what we there, Shuiyang wouldn't have had a purpose in the story if he was like, you know. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. It, every every time I have to pull up skulltrumpet.wave and stick it in here, it just makes my editing job that much harder. <laughs> why, why, why not, instead of doing that, you record, you know. Because sometimes and, we don't remember. Sometimes they just slip out. That's true. You know? So self-censoring myself is the way to go. God. Yeah. Note to self as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Note to self, you know. You know. You know. So anyway, I guess <sighs> anyway. Shui serves the purpose of this in the story of just Yeah, he's being got a fucking purpose. Yeah. And being like the Yandere bait, I guess. <laughs> he's the Yandere bait. He's also like <sighs> I've heard him described as, like, the absolute worst-case scenario for what Weiwishan could have been. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, like, he- there are two characters who are big- big-time foils for- for little baby Wi-Fi. Sure, sure. He's definitely one of them. Yeah, I mean, that's- that's definitely- Woo! Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. definitely apparent. God, we're lo- I'm looking at Shuiyang and going there, but for the grace of Goku. Oh, really? I because j- we'll get there. We'll get to his fucking backstory. His fucking whatever. Uh, but we start this chapter out with 
Aching being entirely too damn traumatized for any of this to super phase her. She hates it. Oh, she absolutely, she absolutely hates to oh, see she it. Hates it. She oh, hates she to see it. it. Yeah, and oh, she's just God. like watching them, and she, it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. And Shaoxing Chen's like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe there's not a single living person in this town. It's crazy that they're all walking corpses. Weird how there's all these zombies. It's probably nothing. He's so fucking stupid. Oh my God, dude. And He's- the worst, the worst part, the worst part is. This stupidity is really only, like, half his fault. Or partially. I would say partially. It just drives me up the wall! It's... Oh my god. Like, I remember... I I don't remember if I said this on the last episode or the episode before. That, like, you know... In the time between the last time I read this and now... I had kind of been like, you know, yeah, he... he, You know, it's funny to clown on him and be like, haha, him dumb... You know, but, like, I bet there's a lot of cultural shit that I'm missing out. But then, like, in the last chapter, I think it was, Weiwishan himself is like, this guy's so fucking stupid. Because he really is just so fucking stupid. He is so stupid. stupid. Bless his heart. Bless his heart, but he he is so stupid. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't know anything about anything. God, he is just like a clean fucking slate. Oh my god, he dude. Never, he never should have left that mountain, man. He shouldn't have. He really never should have left that mountain. He shouldn't have. It Like, granted, 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 okay, granted leaving would have denied him the chance to ever meet his Joth husband, but both of them probably would have been alive. Then, listen, they're a great couple- they're one of my favorites, but... We do stand. We do stand, but the truth of the matter is that, uh... Oh, God, man, <sighs> they're probably better off never having met each other. It's so fucking... It's the most tragic shit. Ugh. It fucking hurts. It's this just is just horrible. I'm already tired. Uh, Three paragraphs into this chapter, and I'm fucking tired. I'm, I'm fucking... Yeah, but he but says... God, yeah. and I just, like, I hate, in this chapter especially, being put in Aching's shoes to oh see my all God, of yeah. this stuff. It's so torturous. I know, because she is, like, we see her being so fucking smart, and she makes so many good decisions, and she's just, she's trying so hard, but she's just this little tiny teenage girl who is like has to put up is like kind of forced into the role of being disabled on top of that yeah and she's not a cultivator she's dealing with people who are essentially demigods (laughs) what the fuck is she supposed to do she like it's amazing that she's made it this far and it's amazing you know yeah. She's fucking incredible. I was just thinking about her when I was going into work this morning. I was like, she's so fucking smart. She's so fucking cool. She's so good. She's like the only thing that brightens the just sense of powerlessness and yeah. futility in this arc, you yeah. know? But like, it's like you pointed out a few episodes ago, like the fact that we are in her POV, like, highlights how fucking helpless she felt yeah during all of this it's a great reflection of it it is god so <sighs> anyway we so 
Shuyang and Xiaoxing Chen are looking at all of the zombies that it's weird that they're here and they're both just like, oh, weird, whatever. Um, and Wei Wuxian kind of ends up recognizing a couple of these people. Mm-hmm. And they end up being dudes that it says a few pieces of memory ago, which is however many months ago. Yeah. Uh, they, they saw, you know, this, this unlikely trio walking down the road and started like making fun of them and pointing at them and shit. Yeah. And Aching was, you know, she was, she was hot as fuck. She was very mad. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, Young. Shui Young just like smiled at him. He gave him like, the fake ass, bitch ass smile. He gave him the creepy smile. Like sometimes, you know, your cool and normal response to people who make fun of you is to homicide them. Sometimes. We have all been there. Who among us? Who among us? Like really. Glass houses. But yeah, he says, <laughs> and then uh, he turns them into not zombies, and then they, they get killed by somebody who isn't him because he's this. Because he, um, like, clearly he uh, wants to keep his hands clean there, yeah. but it's, I think it's more about uh, poisoning Shaoxing Chen. Oh, yeah. So oh, definitely. Yeah. Obvious. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, and, hey, and Aching, like, Aching, like, checks over him, and she thinks they're dead, but Wei Wuxian's like, oh, honey. Yeah. Hey, remember the mummy dust? It's the corpse poisoning. It's, it's back. The, corpse, the corpse poisoning is back. And, and so, uh, can we talk about how these people look when they're under corpse poisoning? Because it's just, it's not great. Not ideal. They really, they look dead. But they're uh, not dead. They they really kind of act dead. They emit corpse energy, which I'm imagining is just rotten vibes. It's what I give off when I go into work. Um, and, you know, when I read the little lines such as emitting corpse energy, my heart sank. Yeah. Because, you know, Shanghua mm-hmm. really, uh, yep, really seeks even, out corpse energy. Even his sword is stupid. He foot like, <laughs> so and it's like, it's like. It's, they mentioned that with the corpse with the corpse powder, if you work fast enough, the people can be saved. But yeah. these people are just getting mm-hmm. they're getting uh, murked because because nobody was around to help them. Well, not well, only not only that, but uh, not only was no one around to help them, there was also someone around to cut their tongues out of their heads yeah. before Very you cool. know Xing Chen went corpse hunting with his best pal Shuiyang. Yeah, his best friend in the holy world. Um, and then the paragraph ends with the uh, narrator Wei Wuxian's brain just saying, "There's actually zero difference between dead corpses and alive corpses. You imbecile! You fucking moron!" Um, and then, uh, uh, I think it's a choice. It's and a it choice. Said it was a maniatic, maniatic way to kill others without dirtying his own hand. A merciless way to instead dirty the hand that fed him. Fuck this guy. Listen. Listen. Sometimes. Just, mm. This line just made me, this entire chapter made me so fucking mad. And I'm not, I'm not trying to get spicy here again, but anybody who can read this shit. This whole chapter, but especially this shit, and still go, Shuiyang did nothing wrong, and he's the best character in the series, actually. I'm worried for them! Yeah! Like, I'm concerned! Take a fucking minute! 
Like, just take a minute, okay? I understand personal preferences, but buddy. Buddy. Please, God, think of your health. Just evaluate your shit. Not to concern troll or whatever, but think of your goddamn health. Anyway, so, Aching doesn't know about any of this shit. Oh, yeah. So obviously we're getting Wei Wuxian's like helpless genius trapped. <laughs> I have no I have no genius brain and I must <laughs> sit on a, a, a throne made out of it. I have no intelligence and I must solve. So fucking And he's like <laughs> But yeah, we get And so Aching like she kind of believes that Shuiyang is like Helping Xiaoxing Chen around. She's like skeptical. She's like, no. She's skeptical. Way. She's like, I don't know. And Wei Wuxian's like, peak yelling at the TV. Yeah. Just <laughs> don't believe, just don't believe Shuiyang just like this. Yeah. Like, watching Cold Case and hollering after having already solved the murder himself in the first five minutes, looking ass. <laughs> This bitch yelling at forensic files. He's yelling at forensic files. (laughs) This bitch fucking talking through the screen at John Walsh. He's like, God damn, it's obviously the neighbor. (laughs) Why can't you idiots see that? God, cops are so useless. Oh, yeah. Robert Stack, meet me. So Robert Stack, meet me. (laughs) In the pit. In the pit. We get like a bit, though, about like, it's basically like... He just kind of, like, mentally praises Aching for being smart. Yeah. And we we just kind of, like, learn via her being smart about just kind of the power of normies. Yeah. And I had a bit of a brain blast thinking about this. Because, like, one thing I love about Modao is that we get a lot of instances like this of normie-ass, you know, non-cultivator people being shown to be clever and good in contrast to the piece of shit ruling class cultivators who (laughs) can be just petty gossiping shitheads oh yeah and like there's something to be said about those people being so shitty when their power ostensibly comes from their virtue like that's what cultivation is about supposedly and oh that's what a lot of things in history have been about it seems to be it seems to me like (laughs) it's a pattern that repeats itself and the chief catalysts seem to be in all cases absolute power and money isn't it weird weird and you know what another thing that's weird about this is how like we we I don't remember if we've learned already or if it's something that we eventually learn, but there, there's, I know there's like a bit of a component of um, being or having the ability to cultivate being sort of genetic, which is another weird thing. It's weird how like people will come up with somewhat arbitrary uh, differences uh, in, you know, physical factors to separate themselves. And then, um, say, hey, you people are below us and kind of never really, you know, think about uh, the fact that that isn't true. Not to mention physical ability. Not to mention physical ability. Not to mention that. Not to mention, you know, just kind of uh, how power bad. But anyway. Power bad. um, But yeah, we get get some normie respecting. We we get to drink some normie respecting juice. 
Yeah. Um, and then it's story time. It's with, story time. With it's the a, family. It's a cold, cold night. They're all gathered around a furnace. Yep. They're all gathered around the furnace. Yep. I need to stop using that creepy, stupid voice. Sorry. And Aching is pestering our pal Dao Jong for a story. <laughs> and she is whining, screaming, crying, throwing a fit about it. Yep. Shui Young is not having it, obviously. He's trying to vibe, and he tells her, uh, tellingly, that he'll tie her tongue into a knot if she keeps talking. And, like, come on, she's just trying to make sure Shui Young doesn't fill the silence by, like, asking baiting questions about oh, politics. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? God. Because he's the type. Oh, my God. I called him a chud later on, and I will stand on it. I will stand by it. Um, God, and like, and Shaoxing Chen's like, dude, I'm completely uncreative. I grew up on a large rock where all we did was practice magic and eat kanji. And, uh. I don't know. I don't know a fucking thing, my guy. I don't know a fucking thing. How am I supposed to tell you a story? Nobody told me a story. Hey, did you know that stories are essentially lies and that hearing stories helps you develop skepticism and the ability to speculate? I wonder if this has, if this could have had an effect on him. It probably didn't. So, wow. um, so he finally relents and he's like, okay, I'll tell you a story that happened on a mountain because that's the only place that I know exists. <laughs> um, and, uh, so she like guesses the start of the story because it's just like a thing. Um, and then Shaoxing Chen's like, no, 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 this is a good one. Um, he starts telling the story of, you know, this cool celestial mountain. Yeah. And this cool immortal who lived on the mountain and she had a bunch of cool disciples, but they couldn't leave the mountain. Yep. They didn't need to do that. Because she's, she's running Baoshan Sanren's $1 grilled cheese truck where, uh, if you leave, you gotta sort your own shit out. Do not bring tomatoes up here. Figure out your own life. Figure your own shit out. I'm not about that life. Figure out your own life. Yeah, she didn't want it because she she didn't really want anything to do with the outside world, which is gonna be me in ten years living on a commune. Honestly. Um and and Aching's like, then like, how? That's gotta be so fucking boring. There must have been some kids, you know, who just wanted to, like, go outside and play. And he says, matter of fact. <laughs> matter of fact, there was one who turned out to be a mass murderer. Oops. And I thought that this was pretty intense at first, but, like, I guess there have probably been so few disciples that left the mountain to begin with that the only example Xing Chen could come up with for somebody uh, going outside to play is, is the guy who grew up to be a mass murderer. Yeah. So, oops. Yeah, I mean, he's got two examples, because we get we get a little bit about guy number one, Yanling Dowron. And um, he sucked, for yeah. some reason. Nobody can figure out how he came to suck so bad. He became the damn Joker. But he ended up being the bastard of the bastard of their lives. Yeah. And then the next one who left was Sangsa Sanren, and she came down and gave birth to the bastard of the world. The yeah. next bastard of the world. And when, and when, when... Xing Chen starts to mention the second disciple was was a goral. A goral. And he said, she's very outstanding. And it says, Wei Wushan's chest felt warm. And like, this was the only moment of levity or respite yeah. for me in this chapter. Like, <laughs> Wei Wushan gets to hear somebody talk about his cool mom. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. And I love this because like, I think we 
I think I talked about this some in an episode where we got mad at Junk Fung Mion for some reason. <laughs> where, like, we don't know a whole lot about how much... Or no, I think it says that, like, he didn't tell Wei Ying about his parents a whole lot. He didn't yeah. talk about them. Which fucking sucks. Like, it's let the bad. kid hear about his parents. You knew them. You know? I'm just getting mad at Junk Fung Mion again now. He just sucks, dude. He's really oh he's an awful he's Whatever. an awful dad. Whatever. We're here bad to, person. Um bad We're here to get person. mad at Shui Yong this episode. Uh yeah, bad person electric chair next. Um <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking uh uh, she so, was like, was she pretty? Did she marry a, a handsome prince and live happily ever after? And Xiao Chen says, nope. No, she married a servant. She married some asshole. And she married some asshole and they lived happily ever after. And like, he really does not know how to tell stories because he said this with full knowledge that they fucking bit it. Oh, yeah. They very they lived happily ever. <laughs> they extremely did not live happily ever. They lived yeah. happily five years after more or less. And, I guess that was fine. And then Aching turns into the kid from Princess Bride and starts complaining a yeah, lot. Yeah, she's like, she's like, what? What kind of crap is this? What kind of crap is this? This is the this whole crap. This is the crap, old man. I don't crap, like it. I don't like it. And I just like, fucking, she's like, she, she not only married a servant, but they died. <laughs> This is the most depressing crap, dude. I asked for a cool bedtime story and you're going to bring down the room like that. <laughs> Stupid. And I like I like the way this next one is worded when Wei Wishan thinks to himself, good thing Xiao Xingqin didn't go and tell her that the two of them gave birth to another big villain that everybody wanted to beat up or else she might be spitting about me. Like, <laughs> he knows well enough by now to fear the wrath of this child. Oh, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't want to see the day when he gets a, a tongue lashing from Ah Ching. Oh yeah, I'm not about to do it. God damn! And Xiao Ching Chen's like, I told you, I told you, I suck at this. And um, bad at this, man. And then so Shui Yong, now he starts asking his goading questions. Yeah, because Ah Ching's like, well, then like tell me about some cool night hunts or something. Yeah, you're a cultivator. Tell me about the cool shit you did. And Trey Young's like, like mm, yeah, he literally and rubs starts his stupid hands together. He starts getting excited thinking about re-traumatizing Xiao Xing Chen. Yeah, uh, he he opens his mouth and waits for the treat to be thrown into it because he knows some shit he can use is coming his way. Yep. Uh, and so he asks him, "Hey, did you use tonight hunt alone?" And Xiao Xing Chen's like, <clears throat> no. Ah Ching like carries on. She's like, "Well, who else was there?" And Xiao Xing Chen is like, "Well, definitely not my husband, who I was married to yeah. and in love with." Xiao Xing Chen's like, "A very good friend of mine." <laughs> and it says an eerie light flashed inside Shui Yong's eyes, and his smile grew larger. It seemed that peeling off Xiao Xing Chen's scabs gave him quite a lot of pleasure. I can't even call this a red flag anymore, dude. The text has moved on to flashing red signs that just say, this guy sucks. He fucking this guy su sucks. This guy sucks. He fucking sucks. And they he ask him like, sucks. yeah, she asks him like who the guy, who this dude was, what sort of person he was. And Xiao Xing Chen, he was, says he was a sincere man of Jonathan nature. He was um, a sincere man of noble nature. And I'm just thinking like, he, he replied calmly. I'm just thinking like, well... Glass half full about the eye thing. <laughs> At least I don't cry every time I talk about so long now. God. <laughs> you know. 
Jesus. <laughs> and then Shoyang doesn't like it. He he gets sassy about it and he turns into a fucking petty ass bitch like he always does. And it's like some husband. Yeah, he's like, oh, where's your boyfriend then? Like, why hasn't he come to rescue you? And like he's so he's even Wei so, Wuxian is like this fucking bitch. He's so contemptuous that Xiaoxing Chen is talking about someone else positively. Like this is fucking psychopath behavior. It's horrible. It's fucking awful. I hate to see it. And Wei Wuxian's like, God, what a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Xiaoxing Chen like that just that just hits him a little too hard. Oh yeah. And he's like. I don't know. I just, I, but you know, I hope. And he gets cut off. And he just, he just cut, or he, he cuts just, himself, he cuts off, himself guess, yeah. off. And he's like, all right, well, you know, let's, let's, let's pack it in, guys. I, yeah. I suck at telling stories. But then Choyang slides in and says, oh no, I got a story for you. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns into last podcast on the left, episode 974, Choyang part one. Yeah, for real. I, could have genuinely gone without Shuiyang's sob story. Like, genuinely, I'm good. We gotta get the serial killer origin story. Oh, I freaking guess, man. I'm just like, whatever. And, like, Aching is so desperate for a story that she's like, uh-huh, all right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'll tune in. It's fucking true crime YouTube channel. Let's go. And uh, so he gives his his little story, uh, you know. We've heard it. We don't need to go over it. He gets taken advantage of, which is awful. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna detract from the fact that that's fucking awful. Yeah, and I kind of wanna I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, not because I don't think it's worth spending time on, but because I just don't want to dwell on child abuse. Yeah, I don't want to um, I don't want to do that either. because like all of these people who treated him this way, are fucking awful. Oh, they're fucking terrible! He's, he's like seven years old. He didn't deserve this. That said, there are many, 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 many abuse victims who don't grow up to become Ted Bundy-ass bitches, so I don't want to hear it. Sort out your own shit! That's it! I'm sorry about it, but I'm really not sorry about it. You hit the nail on the head. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't have any sympathy. I have no sympathy for people like this. I don't care how huge their sob story is because I know that that's not the only way for people like this to turn out. Exactly. Like, and it's not even the most narratively satisfying way for people like this to turn out. I have cheap. Sorry. No, you're fine. In Fucking in a vacuum, I have sympathy for him. Just yeah. on the basis of him being a child and this happening to yeah. him. That's, of course I have sympathy for him. But it ends when he grows up and becomes this. He uses it as an excuse. Exactly. To enact all of these atrocities on humankind and society at large. Yeah. Because he's fucking petty. And, and I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it more because there's a fucking thing he decides to go and say later on in this chapter. It's just disgusting. That's just gonna highlight that even more. But I do one thing I do wanna talk about is the fucking fact that this guy says, Hey, give this letter to this other guy. And he takes this letter over to him. And the second guy opens this letter up, and we don't know what it says, but it insults him. It offends his sensibilities. 
And I gotta speculate on the funny things that could have been written on this paper. I think it's a drawing of him with a doo-doo on his head. <laughs> it was a drawing of dick butt. It was a drawing of dick butt, and it, it, and it pointed it pointed with an arrow, and it said, you. Yeah, there it was it was a drawing of a gun. Um, it says, read this if you're a big idiot who's stupid. And he said, what? Because uh, he had been coaxed into a snafu. Um... It was a drawing of a middle finger. I'm just listing all of the things that I'm that I've come up with. Any of these would be funny. It was a drawing of a big S. <laughs> but S but it was the S and then after the S it said stupid. <laughs> it said shithead. Yeah, shithead. <laughs> doo-doo boy. That's doo-doo what boy. it said. It said you're a little doo-doo boy. <laughs> You're a little doo-doo boy and you need to be paraded on the streets. <laughs> what was that fucking copy pasta story about like some somebody who like hacked into their school's email and sent an email from like their teacher's account to another teacher and said like you're a sad little man or something. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> A sad little doo-doo man. A sad little doo-doo man. I think that was I think that was the chief offense. I think that'd boil anybody's blood, don't you think? Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. That would have grinded ground my it ears. It would have grinded in my grinded ears. It, 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 grinded in my grind ears. my gears. So <laughs> And you know Anyway Shoyong takes the letter to this guy, yeah. gets his ass beat, whatever. Yeah, lots he of- wanted sweets, he doesn't get sweets. Uh, so the moral of the story basically is he gotta have them treats on him all the time. He gotta have them treats on him, and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, when I got back to the when I got back to the restaurant, oh I found that guy, and Ashing's like, yeah, what happened? And Shui's like, did you kick his ass? <laughs> and he's did like, kick no. his ass? And he's like, no, I was seven, I got my ass kicked. And Ashing's like, man, if it was me, I would have kicked his butt. She probably would have. Like, I would have been. I would have been like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, spit, spit, spit in his food. I'd and shit. hit him and hit him and hit him and, 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 and pull like, my pants off and poop on and him. And gave him a swirly <laughs> and kicked him in the shins. Give him a purple really nurple. Like, I really wish he would have done this instead of the shit that he ended up eventually doing. Just give him an Indian burn. God, just fucking be normal. Just be normal. Give him a wedgie and go on with your life. It's not that hard. Move on. I know and you're like, seven. Whatever. And Shui Young's like, that's it. And Shaoxing Chen's like, all right, because because Aching's, you know, getting really excited yeah, thinking she's about doing a violence. Yeah. And uh, Shaoxing Chen's like, all right, settle down. It's, it's sleepy time. It's time it's to take time. you to your coffin, buddy. Come on, let's go. <laughs> she picks her up and puts her in the coffin bed. And she's still bitching. Yeah. As he, as he carries her into bed. And she's like, these stories both suck. Both of these stories made me so fucking mad. You guys are terrible storytellers. This is worthless. I want my time back. <laughs> and Give like, me she's, my time back. I, I agree. She's the most relatable character in she the book is. at this point. And Xiaoxing Chen, like, you know, after he puts Aqing to sleep, he's like, so, so, hey, was there, what happened after? Shuang's like, nothing. Nothing. Just guess. Yeah. And this is where, okay, this is where the shit pops off for me in my head. This is where I got the angriest I've ever been. Xiaoxing Chen says, no matter what happened afterwards, since right now your life is fairly adequate, there's no need for you to dwell too much on the past. 
And the guy whose entire life and MO are defined by dwelling on the past says, I'm not dwelling on the past. <sighs> this fucking... <laughs> this fucking dude is... it. I just, like, got it really boiled my blood. Like, I made a note because I was so mad at this point reading it. I was like, oh my god. I'm truly amazed at myself for ever even, like, partially thinking that this bastard was at all tolerable. This fucking... I swear to, to god. To me. This is, it's what he does, he just dwells on the past. He just stays, everything, every wrong that has ever happened to his life, no matter how minute, lives in his mind rent-free. He could be the worst slumlord of all time, but he's not charging any of these bad memories rent. He's He's just letting them squat. God, like they're fucking rats. He's just letting them be there, and he loves it. He loves it. It's not right, and it's not natural. No, you gotta let some things go. God, it, that's how the human brain works. You just need to forget about something so you can have room in your brain for other things to happen. But he says, "Nope, I'm keeping all of it." He never developed that fold. No, his can you I. Ooh, his brain is so fucking smooth. It's extremely smooth. It's like a koala brain. Yeah. He he has a brain like a koala. Yeah. And the fucking toxic food that he's eating that kills his brain cells. Is murder? Yeah. <laughs> it's petty ass bullshit like this that doesn't matter. Um, it's petty bullshit like this that doesn't matter, but it's only leveled up to being dangerous because he has no concept of the value of a human life. Oh, yeah, no. At all. No. Um, uh, and even when he does, he uses it to his advantage. Oh, yeah. Um, and so he's just like, oh, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not dwelling on the past. She just, like, little blind just keeps stealing all my candy. And so it, like, just makes me think of, like, the times, like, when I didn't have any candy. It hurts my feelings. It, like, makes me so sad. It, like, hurts my little feelings. It hurts his feelings. And she's like, I'm not stealing that much. I'm, I didn't, I only up. had a little bit. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Xiao Xing Chen's like, oh, you, you kids. Yeah, it's Betty's. So they, they do sleepies. Uh, Xiao Xing Chen goes out to do uh, night hunting and um, uh, he brings back some candy for them. Uh, and in the moment, it's cute. In the moment. Yeah, in the moment, and then she finds Shui Yong up with the candy in front of him, just thonking about it. Yeah, not saying thank you, ass bitch. It makes not saying thank angry. you, ass bitch. Yeah, and so, so it goes into this next kind of little vignette, which is... It's it, interesting. It's interesting in that it would be, like, cute and domestic if not for... Yeah. Literally everything before and after. And yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's it's just like an interesting insight into their dynamic. Yeah. Because we haven't really gotten a whole lot of that yet. Like, we've gotten a lot of the three of them together, but not a lot of the three of them together with other people. Right. Um. So this whole bit is about them basically going shopping um, and how shopping yeah. works. Uh, so, Xiao so, Xin is too stupid to know how to haggle. He's too stupid to know how to haggle. He just doesn't really care about his own life, and he's too trusting yeah. of literally everyone. It says he's too embarrassed to bargain with others, because he's blind. He doesn't know how to pick out vegetables. And people, people take do advantage take of, advantage yeah. of that, mm-hmm. yeah. And Ah-Ching, of course it makes Ah-Ching angry. Uh, and she 
she'd 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 want to go with Shaoxing Chen and chop for ingredients with him, but of course she had to keep up the blind thing. Yep. So she couldn't really do anything. Yeah, she do would, anything or show her hand in that respect. Yeah, she would get mad on <laughs> Shaoxing Chen's behalf, but there's not much she can do. And this is where Shui Young comes in. This is when Shui Young became useful. The only time he <laughs> has ever the been same useful thing in his I life. wrote. I just put the only time. Fuck. Uh, so he he is able and willing to to haggle, and he's very good at it. And uh, because he's very fucking intimidating, yeah, and he will actively hunt you down and probably torture and kill you if you don't mm-hmm. do what he asks. Yeah, because if you cheat him out of a single fucking tomato, he's gonna hold it against you for the rest of his days or the That's rest of right. your days, which will him be numbered. Willing. Yeah. Um. But uh. So, like, Xiaoxing Chen keeps giving them both candy, and that's the only thing that, like, m- makes sure that <laughs> Cheng and Shuiyang are, like, civil with each other for a while. A delicate peace was maintained. <laughs> like, God, and you know... That's the power of treats! <laughs> it's the power of treats, but I'll tell you, I was so tense reading this whole chapter... Yeah. ...that, like, the facade of domesticity in this paragraph made me, like, sick to my stomach. <sighs> I know, because it's like, there's just enough beneficial about Shui Yang's presence to the two of them. Yeah. That like <sighs> that they can it doesn't even weigh out the fact that he's an absolute abhorrent the worst piece of shit that he can possibly oh, manage yeah. at like 90% of the time. The 10% of the time that he's actually useful and can just be their eyes yep. is the shit that they keep him around for. Mm-hmm. Even Plus though he's horrible and abusive yeah. outside of it. Plus, like, they're both, you know, they're both disabled. He isn't. Yeah. He's got that, he's got, like, a bit of a limp, but it's, like, not really anything. Right. And so he's got, like, that physical advantage on both of them. So, like, he's basically just squatting. He's like, I'm not, I don't gotta leave. I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have anywhere to be. So he's yeah. just staying and there's not really anything they can do about it. And it's like, not that there's anything Xiaoxing Chen would do about it because he's <laughs> him. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, one day, Ah Ching is fucking around. Um, Playing the being blind game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she runs into a man of big. A man of big, he looks like a color swap, a palette swapped version of Xiao Xing Chen. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. And Wei Wushan's like, oh shit, this Mr. Cool Ice looking ass guy, because he's he's walking in all stoic and cool yep. and composed. Hey, that's someone. Yeah. He was summoned by Xiao Xing Chen saying a nice thing about him. Mm-hmm. As um, it happened. Uh, and Wei Wushan is thinking to himself, uh, or Songlan comes up and he's like, hey, uh, you know, go over to this side of the road, there's less people here. And this is where Wei Wushan thinks, they really are good friends, underlined, underlined, good underlined. Good friends. Good friends, underlined, 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 would have to be similar in character. Just say soulmates, it's 2020! Just say husbands. Just say husbands. Just like, say husbands. please. It's it's a word that's real and it fits them. So sorry yeah. about it. And Aching, of course, you know she's like, oh, thank you, Dao Chang. And um, yeah, uh, which if if you're if you're following along and you are a little bit confused, 
Uh, yes, she is referring to both Song Lun and Xiaoxing Chen as Daozhong. It's just a word that means, hey, you're a cultivator and you don't belong to a sect of whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so it, it fits both of them. You're a cultivation doer. Yeah, you're a cultivation man. And um, Song Lun's like, all right, just, you know, keep keep the fucking around to a minimum, all right? The vibes are terrible around here. We wouldn't get you, we wouldn't want you to see you get hurt or anything. And Ching's like, sure! She goes, and then, gotcha. um, yep, and then, so she kind of, she kind of fucks around, like, in his vicinity, I guess. She and he's, eavesdrops. Yeah, yeah, he's looking around for... He's giving the most conspicuous description of a person I've ever seen yeah. written on a page. He's like, hello, have you seen a man um, who is a cultivator? He's in white robes. He's carrying a cool sword, and he's blind. And he's also really nice and kind of a pushover. <laughs> Do you know of anyone in this area... Who knows that guy or might be that guy or like, like, I don't know. I don't know if you or anyone in the surrounding vicinity heard me. I said a blind cultivator in white robes carrying a sword that rang a bell to anybody. Are you him? You're not him. Okay. No, okay. No, no, no. Okay, go, go on. You, you have a nice day. And Aching's like, she slides in. Yeah, she says, and she's like, why are you looking for the other Daozhong? I, and this is where we get like the start of Aching and Songlon having just like, I love their interactions. Yeah. They just feed off of each other really well and they have really good dialogue. So she, he's like, uh, she asks, have you, you know, why are you looking for the other Daozhong? And he's like, have you seen him? And she says, maybe I have, maybe I haven't. And he says, how can I make it so that you've seen him? <laughs> so it's so good. He knows the game and he's willing to pay out to win it. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, uh, and Aching's like, all right, well, let's, let's play a little, let's play a little mini 20 questions. Yeah, all right. Maybe I've seen him. And, and maybe like, I'll hey. remember. Yeah. He says, okay, okay. And Wei Wishan is like, why did, why did he wait? Because they're gay, Wei Ying. Because, because they're, they're gay. gay. Like... Sorry. She, she asked, "Are you a friend?" And he's like, yeah. "Yeah." And like, it's it's really okay, Song Lan, because you know she's probably been around gay people before. You can tell her. Of course, she's been around gay people before. Look who she's been living with for two years. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you can just say, "Yeah, he's my ex boyfriend." Like, it's fine. It's not that hard. Um, and and Aching just like starts rapid fire asking, you know, like, do you really know yeah. this dude? How tall is he? Is he is he, is he what's hot? He look like? Is he sexy? Is his sword cool? And he's like, and, he's, he's this tall. He's he's boo. Whatever. His sword is frosty. It's cool. Um, and Songlon like immediately answers every single oh, yeah. question. It's so good. He's like. Yeah, uh, he's basically as tall as me. He's sexy as hell. Um, his sword's really sick. I just, like, honestly, I wish that Song Lan would, like, would have, like, waxed poetic or something. It would have been good. About it. Because, but you I, know, Aching would have eaten that shit up. Oh, yeah. But I also like, I also like that he's just, like, to the point. He knows. Because he knows. Because this is just, like, we get, we get... We get so little of him. Yeah. But we get so much characterization just through, like, the way he talks and the way he acts, and it's just, it's good. Absolutely. We get, I feel like, you know, it, it, it makes you forget that he's alive for all of, like, four pages in this entire <laughs> <Pretty> novel. <much. laughs> um... But, um, but she's like, all right, no, nah, I got this. And she, she leads him over to, uh, to the coffin house. And he's like, he's like so fucking 
He's been searching for Shaoxing Chen for years. Years. For years and years. And suddenly there's this random ass blind girl who walks up and she's like, oh yeah, I hang out with him. I'll take you to him. Yeah. He's just like, thank you. <laughs> his soul leaves his body. Oh yeah. And then he comes ascends. back. He goes up into the air like Winnie the Pooh gif. He does. And, then and he's just like, he looks like fucking... He just, like, stands outside the coffin home and he, like, hesitates. He looks like, you know, he's completely geeked out. Mm -hmm. He's about to see his hot ex after so many years. But then. But then. uh, He stops dead in his tracks and they look at the door. Uh, And another guy walks inside before he can. Do you know who it is? I think I know who it is. It's... Shui Yang? <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. That was a bad one. Grand Dad. Grand Dad. <laughs> Fleetstones? And Song Lan Soul leaves his body again. Mm-hmm. For a different reason. Uh, and Ah Cheng's just like, oh god, this asshole again. Yeah, the, the annoying one is back. Song Lan's like, why is he here? What is going on? And Ah Cheng just goes, he's a bastard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's this whole thing. It's he's just this whole fucker. Thing. He, like, never told us who he was. And he just, like, hangs around. Dao Zhang sa- saved him. And now he's, like, super he's attached to Dao Zhang. He's an asshole. He's a pain in the neck. He fucking sucks. I can't stand him. And Song Lan, like, cannot decide whether he's, like, shocked or just angry as hell. And then he's just like, okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I wish Aching was mentally developed enough, aka an adult, for Song Lan to just tell her about how nasty Shui Yang is. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it wouldn't have done much yeah. in the long yeah. run. But yeah, it, I mean, the like, there would have had, well, no, I mean... Because it was going to be a little more satisfying. Yeah, well, I was going to say like there would have had to have been a lot of contextualizing for him yeah. to do, but there wouldn't be. He could have just been like, "He's this fucker that we had a run in with some years ago, and he killed all of my people, and he's the reason we split up." This fucking guy is supposed to be dead. You better kill this guy as soon as you see him. This as soon guy, as you can. this guy is supposed to have been on death row. But he's out here for some fucking reason. Listen, listen. Listen to me when I say, fuck this guy. Yeah. Because I'm sure she would have been like, yeah, dude, fuck this guy. Yeah, let's go get him. Yeah. Like, I, what do you, you want me what? to do? Hold him down? I'll do it. I'll sit on him. Yeah, absolutely. I'll sit on his face and fart, bitch. See if I care. That's fucking right. And, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. And so, so, now, uh, he so goes in... So not chink pair up to do, give him an awful waffle. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> They, so um, they they hide in like a bush as Shui Yong goes in and he starts talking with Xiao Xing Chen, uh, begging him to top this time. God, stop! <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate that I made that joke about this. Guy. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of right because they're both bottoms. So it's like, what are you? Literally, he's doing? like, literally, he's like, whose turn is it today? I don't wanna. Shuyang's like, hey, let's just like let's like draw straws, all right? Which is a great game to suggest playing with a pushover blind guy, right? It's God. also it's also 
a metaphor. So he, um, it's yeah, it's a metaphor. Yeah. So he, he, of course, says, oh, "You pulled the short one. Guess, fucking whatever." And Shashing Chen's like, "Huh, okay." He just accepts. He's like, "Okay, I didn't really wanna, but all right, fine." And, and then, Wei Wuxian's like, "All right, all right, awesome. Like, if he comes outside, Song Long can get him and just fucking get out of here." Yeah, I'm just. I'm just always delighted by Wei Wuxian's interjections oh, yeah. and his commentary. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. He, I'm every way. <laughs> and Shuiyang's like, no, 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 come back. I'll go. And that's the whim that ruined everything. Mm-hmm. And this whole bit is, I just wrote, hmm, because he just, he just decides. He just, I don't know he changed his mind. He just decided that. Uh, he was gonna fess up and say, I tricked you. Um, I coaxed you into a snafu. I did indeed lure you into a situation. And it's it's interesting that he has this moment. And it's it might be foreshadowing, which is a term we know. It might be, but what I'm all what I was actually thinking when I read it was that it might not have been too out of place for him and we just haven't seen yeah. any of it because Aching is always like, oh yeah, he just like does nothing but bully Daojong and mm. bully me and stuff. And like, maybe this is just part of a pattern of behavior mm-hmm. and we just saw a taste of it and yeah. it's not actually that out of the ordinary form to say it. And that was why it upset me as much as it did when I read it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like, are you an idiot? Yeah. Because he is like I'm. He he literally says I'm just exploiting the fact that you can't see. Yeah, what I'm saying is interesting. Is that it's just like he is. He is being being honest isn't quite the right connotation, but he is telling the truth for once. That he yeah. just yeah he's like yeah he's being I'm forthright yeah 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 he's he's saying you know here's my ruse. Here's my Joker's trick that I just played on you. And Xiao Xingchen just sits there and fucking takes it. Yeah. He says nothing. Yeah. And like Shuiyang just laughs at him. Yeah. He says, okay, I'll top. And then he fucking, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Like, it's fucking, it's it's unbelievable. So. Song Lan saw that and he is just. He is mad. Tip, he is so fucking mad. He, um. And so he starts asking Aching about like what all this is. He's like, who? What? He P- almost pardon me. Yeah, and he almost calls him Shing Chen, which is the uh-huh. first name basis, baby. Hey. Uh, and Aching's like, I don't know. It's been like a couple of years. Couple and, like, years. Wow. Gonna, yeah, you like you ever live with somebody for two years and never ask their name? No. Yeah, uh, that's it. Like I always. Why and, would I fucking? I mean, why would I? That's that's not for me to know. No. That's their personal liberty. Yeah. That's their right. I'm it's not going to infringe on his, his personal freedoms. I'm not going to infringe on his freedoms. I know my boundaries. Yeah, that's right. It simply, just, it simply wouldn't be becoming of me. That's it. It's none of my business. And do you also forget that the Yi City shenanigans lasted years? How the fuck? Years. Years. I think I think I mostly just can't believe it because of how unbelievable it is to me to just never ask for a motherfucker's name. Yeah. In two years of cohabitation. Here's here's my main gripe with Yi City, and it's like it's right there, and it's just such a minor thing. Why didn't Aching ever ask his name? 
that's a great point. I feel like if she had been the one to be like, well, he's not going to ask your name, but I want to know what your name is. Mm -hmm. You know, we at least would have gotten him trying to come up with something stupid, which I know we've talked about. Or she could have fucking coaxed him into a situation where <laughs> Xiaoxing Chen overhears or something. I don't fucking know. It could have been, it's just an opportunity. And I'm like, the only reason I can think of that she never asked his name, that she never, you know, took it on herself to ask what his name is, is because she heard Xiaoxing Chen saying to him the day they met, you know, I'm not going to ask what your name is. That's your business. And mm. just, like, had already by then drank enough Daozhang respecting juice <laughs> to just, like, respect his wishes and also never learn his name. Mm. Which is weird and couldn't be me, but, like, it's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I really can't think, I really can't or, think of a valid reason. Or... Mm. She definitely does not like him giving her a stupid nickname. <laughs> um, so, like, maybe she is, like, she's, like, pointedly not learning his name to, like, punish him, kind of, to, like, get back at him, you know? As like, a flex, yeah. Yeah, as a flex. Yeah, weird flex, but okay. Like, <laughs> you're not gonna use my name, then I'm not even gonna bother learning yours. Fuck you, you know? Yeah, really. I don't know, those are the only things. You get things, what you but, give. Like, yeah, you get what you give. But it's just, if, like, I don't know, if, that's the one thing that, like, I have to, I have to really super kind of put my mind on to justify mm -hmm. and all this, because everything else I'm just like, oh my god, I'm watching this and there's, like, no way I can see this happening in any way other than a humongous disaster, which is correct. Yeah. But that's the one thing where I'm like... It's hard to it's hard to suspend your disbelief. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so he. I really. I. Mm, can I say something a little spicy? Yeah. I think this might be one of the weakest arcs in the novel. Kind of agree with you. I think that if she wanted to have this story in the form that she put it in the novel, she should have made a separate novel for it. Because I just, it's just. There are some really great parts. Aching is a great character, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, I'm sure, I'm if, sure Shui Yang can be in the novel anyway, even if this whole thing were a separate novel. I just don't, I don't like it. I really don't like it, and it's so harrowing to read. Exactly, it's not a pleasant read. It's not pleasant. It just makes you sad. It's mm -hmm. just a bummer. Yeah, you know. And there's no happy ending to it. It's just like a tragic tale. Mm -hmm. And I understand that a lot of this might be personal preference, but oh, yeah. I just, I really really don't think that this particular story in the permutation or whatever that it's in needed to be in this novel. Yeah. Because it's just, it's weak to me. Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy it. But I'm sorry for bringing down the vibe. I do, like, I do understand why it's in here. I know, I do too. I, yeah, and, and I also, like, for me, I definitely know that it's, 
a personal preference of mine or yeah. like I feel more like on my end that it's a personal preference because like one of my big pet peeves in all media yeah. has always even when I was like super little <laughs> has always been situations where like the character that I'm rooting for you know I just know they're being railroaded you know, yeah. into the the bad shit. You know, I've always hated like the characters yeah. that like just are unpleasant and always win. You know, yeah, I absolutely. hate that shit. That shit me always too. made me so fucking mad. And it's like I know it's supposed to make me mad, but I don't like being mad. <laughs> you know, I don't like it I either. Don't like being mad. I don't take pleasure in characters like this. I don't enjoy reading about them. If I want a show of hands. Retroactive digital show of hands. <laughs> do you hate being mad? How much do you hate being mad? How do you feel about the E City arc? Because I feel like those three things are going to be correlated. Yeah, that's yeah. that. I think that I think that'd be a pretty accurate prediction. The less you like being mad, the more likely you are to not enjoy this particular read. <laughs> it's not. And <laughs> it's the same shit. Like, sorry about it, but I'm also not a roller coaster person. I know that's a different thing. Like, and I don't, I don't like, like to be... torture porn. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, I, don't like I understand it. there are people who do like it. Listen, get your fucking life. I get just your, yeah. don't like it, and I can't wait for this arc to be over. Anyway, two more chapters. Let's move on because I'm kind of sleepy. Yeah, you silly <laughs> bitch. Um. We get a bit about some more fucking zombie cows, whatever. Um, she she tells him about like what they're night hunting for. Um, yeah, she's like, and she knows what it is, but she mm -hmm. like she can't give away the fact that she's not blind. And she's like, oh, walking corpses or whatever. But that's just weird ghosts and uh, funny undead animals, <laughs> zombie cows, funny and shit. undead comedy animals. And Songlon is like a jilted ex asking about Shaoxing Chen's new friends. He's like, is he? Is he like? Are they like close? Are like, they like? Are they like? How close would you say they are? Like, do they like hang out? Like, do they go on like like outings? Do they? Are they like? Have you seen them like hug or like? <laughs> like I just I, I, I just want to know for like for like Daozhong sensei. Yeah, like I'm not know? I'm not like jealous. I'm just I'm like, not jealous. I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm just like trying to get a you know feel for the whole situation. I'm not I'm like I'm normal about it. Yeah, and um, Ashing's like, oh well, he hates being alone. So like, there's another cultivator around now, and I think he just likes listening to this idiot talk. Yeah, and boy does he ever fucking talk. And Songlong gets very mad. Songlon gets mad as fuck and he just like he says don't tell him I'm jealous. He's yeah, don't don't tell him I'm jealous, don't tell him about me. And he stalks over towards the He books it. Shui left. Yeah, he, he just fucking teleports. He's he like leaves. bye. He leaves and Aching's like, "Hey, are you going to go kick his ass?" <laughs> I'm forever forever mourning the fact that of all the things that happened in Modazushi, Songlon Tanning Shuiyong's hide was it was never one of them. God, I fucking wish it could have happened so many times. I fucking end. wish. Wei Wushan 
forgets that he's intelligent and is like, oh yeah, oh, he's gonna kill him, which is exactly why Shui Yang is alive in the present in One Piece. Yeah, that's Save it. for one pinky, alive in two he pieces. Just, he just gets so invested in it, oh, you yeah. know? You just kind of lose, he lose wants track it so of reality. Bad. And so there Shui Yang is, he's got all the vegetables, and Ah like takes a, she takes a shortcut and so she can watch the watch the carnage as it unfolds and hides in a bush and stuff. And so here comes Songlan. Yep, here he comes. And he calls he calls Shuiyang the fuck out. Oh yeah. And Shuiyang just like completely like goes mask off. Oh yeah. Evil boy mode. Oh yeah. And he's like, oh my god, the one time I wanted to shop for food, I get stopped by one of you <laughs> stupid that. motherfuckers. This fucking, like, fucking Shui Yang is like, oh, it's Dao Zhang Song. And, like, what if he, like, leaves Song Lan open to do, like, such a cool one-liner and Song Lan doesn't do it. I wish he had done, like, balls in his court. He could have given, like, such a good one-liner comeback but no instead they just do the jojo walking towards each other face off yeah um, <laughs> and shuiyang becomes intolerable again um songlan's so like what are you doing near shaoxing chen what the fuck is this about and shuiyang just shut the fuck up yang yang i'm so tired of you he's like i was wondering why if you still had business with me so you want to ask me about this Oh. And Songlan's just, he's just, I mean, fucking Young is goading him, obviously. Songlan's like, just fucking tell me. Why would you, why would you try to help him night hunt? That's not like you at all. You're an asshole. Yeah. You've never been nice to a single person in your life. What have you helped ever? And, um, and Young's like, oh, you know me too well. God. Jesus and, Christ. And he, like, Songlan actually, like, gets, gets a couple, uh, cuts in on him and that makes Shuiyang mad. It doesn't it doesn't though. It's Shui a well Yang, no. He it, just his yeah. expression he's completely oh, yeah. neutral. Like he'd never gotten stabbed yeah. at all. He does go joker mode though and he's he so does he go starts, joker mode. He starts goading and he's like some things shouldn't be made known. Some things I'm not gonna tell you about. Um I'm not gonna say what they are. And, and Songwon's Song just like fucking out with it already. Songwon's like ooh um because that's Young, how you get to somebody is insinuate some shit. Oh, that's it. And Shui Young's like, oh, well, if you really want to hear about it, you know what your bestest friend did. <clears throat> and he basically he's like, he killed he killed lots and lots of walking corpses, exorcisms everywhere, and he did it at no cost to anybody. Hey, remember when he gave you his eyes? Remember when he gave you his eyes? Like, it's cool that Shangfa can, like, get that corpse vibe for him. But you know what else is cool? Like, I figured out that it can't tell between an actual walking corpse and a corpse poisoned living human being. Isn't that funny? And like, and like oh my gosh, get this. <laughs> Get this. If you cut out their tongues before you unleash the Daojong on them, he doesn't know that they're alive. That is so funny, right? Oh my god, Songwon is so fucking mad. And, and so am I. Just, oh god, I'm sick to my fucking stomach. Sick to my motherfucking tummy. Um, 
he, he, yeah, he, he, and he's just like, you're a goddamn vile, nasty monster. You nasty bitch. And Choi Young is like, come on, insult me better. Oh my God. It's almost like they're all trying to tell him something that he's a goddamn monster. It's, I'm sorry, you don't need more words to call somebody a monster. Yeah, sometimes that's all you goddamn is. It'd just satisfy him more anyway. And Song Lan is just, it says he's in a towering rage. He's so fucking mad. He's so fucking mad. He he aims, he does big bad, big fatal aim, and he's like, you, <laughs> you, you insulted his honor. Oh yeah, you insulted his booze honor. So and he fucking- fooled um, him. Yep. Coaxed him into a snafu. You coaxed him into a snafu and I'm not having with it. Absolutely not. And of course, Choi Young manages to avoid this. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean is blindness? You don't even get to bring that up. You don't have the right. Yep. Uh, and so he keeps going on and he's just goading him and he's telling him their own backstory. Yeah, he <laughs> he knows exactly what to say to completely disarm someone. Oh, yeah. And that's that's more terrifying than him orchestrating murder by proxy. Oh yeah, to me. Oh yeah, because he just knows exactly what to say. Yep. To not only drive Song Lan into a rage, but also make it so that he just shuts down, basically blue screen and death. You oh, know. Yeah. I wonder where he could have learned such uh, potent manipulation tactics. Probably nowhere. Wow, that's um, weird. It's basically like, he's with me now. Get over it. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and Song Lan just like, he does. He wavers a little bit. And that's when, that's when Shoyang comes in with that corpse poisoning powder. He fucking pocket sands him. He pocket sands him. And this is yet another <laughs> climb section of the endless dread roller coaster of this mm-hmm. chapter. We hate it. And you know what? It's only down from here. Yep. I do want to go back for a second because as... Shuyang is like goading Song Lan and going through the the whole you know everything that happened between Song Lan and Xiaoxing Shen. Yeah, um, this is where we find out that like after Shuyang murdered everybody at Song Lan's temple, um, Xiaoxing Shen like went to help Song Lan out and you know be a buddy or whatever. And um, Song Lan just like in his grief, you know, basically told him, "Fuck off! I don't want to yeah. see you anymore." And, like, I wonder if saying hurtful things in the moment and regretting them and that ending up badly for everybody is going to be, like, kind of a theme. Is that a theme, do you think? I think it might be a theme? Am I saying that right? A, th- a theme? A, 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 a hem- them? A them? A them? A they theme oh, pronoun? Oh, now I know you're really saying it right. Yeah. A them. A them. Um, but, yeah... Shoyoung pockets in Songwon. Uh, Songwon goes to cough it up, and Shoyoung goes, "Let me have some of that tongue." He gets in there. He gets in he gets there. Right he just goes swipe. There. Yep. With Zhang's eye, just yep. swip by tongue. Yep. Horrible. And watching uh, the vision goes dark because yep. she closes her eyes because she's she's scared. And uh, that's you know that's pretty much you know that's pretty much it for Songwon at this point. Yep. Uh, and. She, Ah Ching, she, bless her, she really hangs in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she sees Song Lan, he's, he's... He's bleeding. He's, he's bleeding really bad, and he tries, he tries to still 
Get get one last bit in on Get one last swipe in, and Shuiyong is loving it. He is smiling. And I'll tell you why. It's because Shanghua is right there behind him, it and makes, it goes... Yep. I can hear the clanging sword noise, the sh sh Yep, it turns him into a kebab. <sighs> we hate to see it. And here's the thing that made me the saddest in this in this chapter was this one where Shaoxing Chen who says wasn't at all aware of the situation he goes are you there and the next line is Sung Lan moved his lips soundlessly fuck off fuck off I just I kept making like angry notes and I'm just now realizing how uncomfortable just like the feeling of total futility yeah. in this arc makes me. It just makes me uncomfortable. It fucking sucks. I hate to experience it. God. And Shaoxing so, Shen, yeah, he pulls up and he says, I saved the day. And fucking. Wow, it's so weird that there was just one walking corpse here. He must have wandered in from somewhere else. Shuiyong's like, uh-huh, probably. Oh, it's making such terrible noises. Let's, let's just go back and Your first tomb is it. Yeah, it. Um, Just pain. Straight up pain to me in my... And, you know, it's like Songlon, it notes that Songlon could just hand his sword to Shaoxing Chen and he'd mm -hmm. be able to recognize it. But God, imagine what that would do to Shaoxing Chen at this yep. point because Songlon is completely beyond saving. And, oh, this is... This is probably one of the most genuinely fucked scenes that I've read in a book in a long time. Fuck this arc. Like, this whole thing fucking sucks. It's awful. Like, it's sorry. Sorry this episode isn't fun, but I'm like this sorry. chapter isn't fun. I have no idea on how to spin this in a comical way. Yeah. That's what the that's what the Google Translate Essence collection is here for. Yep. That's and the it. questions, thank you listeners for saving us. <laughs> Thank you, listeners, for the questions. Questions. Anyway, it's din din time. Fuck this. They go eat dinner, and and as Shuiyong walks by the corpse of Songlon, he goes, <laughs> "No food for you." Uh, oh my god! It just boils my fucking blood. Oh god! I'm so mad. Oh. So Aching Aching goes up to Songlan after those two are far are way way gone, mm -hmm. and she just like she starts you know sort of prostrating to him a little mm -hmm. bit and paying her respects because and yeah apologizing because she, she feels like she got him into this because she yeah. led the, led him here and she and I forgot she did this that she that she vows to him that Shuiyang must die. Shuiyong is Pokemon going to die. He has to die. He has to die. She asks for his spirit to bless her on her journey to to murdelate this man. Yeah, cut him into pieces so that he never enters reincarnation again. Please Fuck God. Him. Please God. Yep. So she gets back eventually and Shuiyong is just in a wonderful mood. He's cutting apple slices into bunnies. Making some snacks, and she comes back, and Shushing Chen's like, oh my god, where have you been, girl? It's late. And uh, Aching's eyes are all swollen from crying and, mm -hmm. you know, over this extremely traumatic event, and Shuiyong immediately gets a little bit suspicious. Yep. He's like, nobody bully her, come on. Yeah, Shushing Chen is worried, is worried that somebody bullied her. And, and uh, this is another part where Aching is just so fucking smart. She's she, just as quick-witted as Shuiyong oh yeah. here, if not more. Yeah. 
And she just like, she turns it into like, oh, she got bullied on the street for being ugly and mm-hmm. she doesn't know whether she's ugly because she's blind. Oh, which, of course, she isn't ugly. She's a character in a Moshan Tongshu novel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's just like, oh my god, of course not. You're so beautiful. And Shuiyong's like, no, nah, you're ugly. You're even uglier when you cry. And Xiaoxing Chen is just like, oh, don't do that. Like, this <laughs> this is like when somebody's being a bigot in public loudly oh, yeah. and their friends are just like, oh, hey, come on, yeah. stop. Come on. Oh, he, you come know, on. he, you know, he's just like that. He's from a different era. Like, fuck off with this. Please just end it. Oh, stop my God. This. And stop of this. And so she just she turns her like crying and swollen eyes, swollen eyes into this like teen tantrum, basically. And she asks if Xiaoxing Chen has any money left because she wants to go, you know, shopping for treats and tchotchkes later to make her more beautiful. She wants him she wants him to take her to ancient Chinese vampire times Sephora. Yeah. She needs to get her her uh skin tone matched. She's gotta be looking good. And Xiaoxing Chen's like, yeah, but I'm probably not gonna be much help. Shui Yong immediately interjects and invites himself. He's like, Yep, I can do it. And and Aching immediately shoots it down. She's like, "No, no, I don't want it. Fuck I don't you. want you next to me at all. All he'll say is that I'm ugly, and he'll call me little blind." And like the way that she has valid, inarguable reasons for him not to come because he's demonstrably an abusive oh, piece yeah. of shit. Oh yeah, like it being a perfect alibi. We love it. Yeah, and this is just this is more of her being a fucking genius because yeah. like legitimately she's so fucking smart because not only is she turning this around to hide any, you know, or to, 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 to get rid of any suspicion that Shui Young might have. She's mm-hmm. also using this to find a way to isolate Xiaoxing Chen to finally be like, this guy's got to go. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's been over two years. Two fucking years. Where this hasn't happened. It's crazy. She's got to get him to the ancient Chinese vampire times Ulta so that they can talk this out and get rid of this yeah. fucking idiot. Like her and Shui Yong are playing fucking 40 chess absolutely. right now. Absolutely. And so Shui Yong. She's playing 40 chess. He's playing fucking baby sized checkers. <laughs> He's playing go fish. He's playing. <laughs> um, just like, and so Shui Yong. Uh, she starts, like, muttering about this, like, rude-ass girl who supposedly insulted her in town. Yeah, or, well, first, Shuiyong is like, everything's closed tonight, you're not gonna be able to do it, and she's like, whatever, we'll do it tomorrow. So, like, they have, they have to have dinner, and she's mad the whole time because she has to be in the presence of this fucking asshole so she's she's mad and taking it out on her food and she's 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 mad and she's also like really scared of him oh yeah so she's like she's kind of trembling and uh she just like kind of pretends that she's too mad about getting bullied earlier to to really want to eat but Mm -hmm. in, in actuality she's just totally totally just fucking shaken up by what she saw today and how scared it made her and uh, uh, so, so Shui Yong loses interest in her. Yeah. He realizes that, you know, she's she doesn't have anything going on, supposedly. And he just and then he moves his gaze, as always, to Xiaoxing Chen. Yeah. Which, you know, being regular, staring endlessly and unblinkingly at the guy he wants to torture and kill for years. It's normal. Endlessly it's, for hours on it. It's normal. And if you watch The Untamed and the way he stares at him, it's romantic and he's in love with him. 
I hate everything. Yeah. Fucking, um, uh, so, like, Shoshin Chin. He doesn't look at all like he wants to fucking eat him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> God. Uh, Shaoxing Chen, blissfully oblivious as always. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets up to do the dishes and then... Um, and Shui Young calls Ah Ching yeah. by her name. Yeah. Which freaks her the fuck out because he always just calls her a little blind. She goes... Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, okay, what the fuck is this about? And he's like, oh, well, don't you... Didn't you say yourself that, you know, you don't want people calling you little blind? I'm just saying... I'm just, like, doing what you asked me to. I'm, like, trying to grow and change. And Ah Ching's like... Uh, yeah, this smells. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this fucking smells. This stinks. I don't like it. Yeah. Why? What do you want? And Shuiyang's like, no, I just wanna, I just wanna give you, give you a little, um, like a life lesson. Yeah. Give you a little advice for the next skills. time somebody, somebody bullies you. I'm teaching normal, regular things to do. Uh, and he tells her, uh, it's so weird. Like, if someone he, calls you ugly, then make her even uglier. He, yeah, he tells her, he, this is so fucking weird, because it's like... It's weird, it's like... It's like, I th- it's weird because I think, like, given that he he lost interest and, like, I think clearly is buying her act that she was bullied. Yeah. I think he's genuinely trying to be nice to her, yeah. but he's doing it in the only way he knows how, which is fucked up and violent. Yeah, because he exists in this world of his own creation where you can just fuck somebody up forever as punishment for basically any wrongdoing because ethics don't matter, morals don't matter, oh, yeah. he was never taught those kinds of basis, bases of mm-hmm. human function. Yeah, all he knows is murder for All survival. he knows is violence and murder and payback and yep. so and being petty and being petty and so he doesn't see anything horrible or fucked up with what he's saying to her and she's like oh my god you're just trying to scare me and Shuiyang just says well think what you want Shuiyang says I'm sorry you feel that yeah, way I'm, and I'm just sorry that you felt that way yeah and, and then he gives her the rest of the cutesy little bunny apples and she fucking hates it mm-hmm. both Aching and Wei Wishan hate it yep uh, they're disgusted. Uh, never has Wei Wishan been more of a reader surrogate for this. Oh yeah, for this I've, arc than right. I've here. never been more upset at a bunny shaped thing. Me How neither. dare you do this oh, to God, bunnies? It just makes me so angry. God. And so Aching uh, the next keeps, day keeps up on it tomorrow. The yep. next day, uh, and Shaoxing Chen relents, and they're gonna go shopping and. Um, and Shui Young is like, oh my god, does that mean I have to buy the food again? And Aching's like, yeah, fucking hop to it. Yeah, Hello? cry about it. Chip, chop, chip. You're the one who fucks with him all the time, huh? Yeah. Once again, Go using, be the fact, once again <laughs> using the fact that Shui Young is an irredeemable chud is a valid excuse. <laughs> god. Shui Young's like, all right, so he leaves. And uh, Aching, like, takes a little while to do her thing. She just needs to make sure that he's gone. Mm-hmm. And so Shaoxing Chen comes in to check on her, and she's like, Dao Zhang, do you know somebody named Shui Yang? Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. And that's the end of the chapter, That's folks. the end of the goddamn chapter, at last. Uh, we'll see what happens next time in chapter 41. 41. Grass is part nine, the penultimate one. We're almost done with this damn arc. Oh, thank God. I'm Holy so tired. Lord. I'm sorry, but I'm so tired of this. I'm so fucking tired. 
Uh, let's get right into the Google Translate Essence Collection because we need some levity. We need some levity. Get some levity going. It's <sighs> levity time. Do you, you want to? Let's do this. Um, so I have three of them today. Three of them. Three of them. Three of them. Uh, the first two are from the same fic. And then the sec- uh, second, the third one is from a different thing. Uh, so the first two... The first oh. two, I guess that fic was just too good to be left alone. Now, the first one had such a good thing in it that I said, okay, this can't possibly be a standalone instance of shit that makes me laugh. <laughs> so I Because <laughs> I've noticed that sometimes, like, sometimes when I translate a fic, it comes out like it just fine. blesses you yeah well sometimes. So, yeah sometimes they come out fine and i'm like okay this isn't super funny mm-hmm. and then other times it comes out funny right out the gate and i have to keep looking yeah 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 because i know there's gonna be more shit like that because google took a look at it and said i don't know what the fuck this is i'm just gonna give you whatever nonsense comes out of my dome piece so that's what we have with these two today. They just like half-ass it, like it's the end of your of your night of studying, and oh, you yeah. just kind of do whatever. Yeah. I mean, listen, you get the gist, yeah. All right, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's like, look, dude, I don't know what you want from me. Okay, they're just putting symbols in here. I don't know what this is. I'm gonna go Deal have a it. cigarette, shotgun, a beer, and pass the fuck out. I'll see you tomorrow, <laughs> exactly. maybe in two days, depending on when I wake up. I think. That's exactly what happened with these first two selections, because fun fact about these first two, um, and we're not going to get into the the discourse about this genre of fic, because it's not really uh, relevant to why these bits are funny. Um, It's just kind of an extra bit of flavor behind it. These are these are from an ABO fic. Uh, You know how it is. Oh, yeah. Um, So uh, just, you know. Like I said, it's not necessary to why these are funny. It's just kind of a nice little... Uh, it's like adding red pepper flakes to your marinara. You don't need to do it, but it just adds a little bit of spice, you know? Ass. Yeah, you know, it's going to taste perfectly fine without, but sure, why not, why not? sometimes? Yeah. So anyway... <laughs> That's how I feel about ABO. Um. <laughs> uh, so all I know about this first bit is that it's the first paragraph of this shit. And I'm laughing about it, so... All right. (laughs) Yeah, clear that throat. Shui Yang used to be a dikun, but now he is also a dikun. Huh. However, he has been a dikun for decades, but he still hangs on him. Those coons who wagging their tails and begging in his eyes are wastes that are not as good as dogs. Only those who live on their own can be called humans, and since they are all called humans, then there is a distinction between a shit and a god. (laughs) (laughs) Shuayong's manifesto. We're really, we're really fucking getting there. I like he used to be this, but now he's also this. He's the same thing. He just spiced it up a little bit. <laughs> he's the same thing, just kind of, you know, you know how it is. It's this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we've all been there. Oh, yeah. Jesus who, Christ. Who wagging their tails. These coons. These coons. <laughs> right? I hate when that happens. 
Uh, so <laughs> hey, if the alphas are coons, the the omegas better be samas. You feel me? Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Horrible. Sorry, I'm sorry. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. I to be fair, I don't <laughs> know which thing this refers to. Me so neither. fuck if I know. Um, it's funny to me though. I don't know whichever one you think is is wagging their tails and begging more. So I, I guess it's alphas. <laughs> I mean, that's just bingy. So I listen mean, to she's a good iPad. Uh <laughs> if we ever release another episode, <laughs> uh so this next one obviously like I said it's from the same fic. Uh, this is later on in it, but God help me if I have any idea what happened between the last bit and this. It was one of these. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems that on this night alone, the things that he did defy in the first two decades have become the clown act. <laughs> All stubbornness and perseverance were lost to the absurd and rigid rules formulated by the right men. Those are, quote, <laughs> quote unquote, sorry. Yeah, no, that's very good, because that seems very in line with his, his style of talking. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the clown act. The clown act, that's capitalized. <laughs> like it's starting another sentence. The clown act. I need to, I need to know what the clown act is. I mean, other than obvious, other than the obvious of putting on your tactical clown nose it's, and going out and doing business, doing clown business. It's, it's simping. Is it simping? <laughs> the that corporation's not going to fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I think that was Paige's joke. <laughs> Thanks, Paige. Thanks, it's, Paige. Uh, you know, one night, one night alone. That's all it takes for you to flip that switch and become the clown act. Oh, that was ten minutes, five minutes alone. One night alone. Clown act. The clown act. The clown act. It's the clown act. The clown act. The ultimate clown act. The ultimate clown act. The clown act right now is my nose ring being goofy. I just, yeah. yeah. It's being a clown. I had to fix it like a monkey <laughs> grooming their partner. That's what we do. We just sit here picking at each other like a pair of apes. Like a pair of lemurs. Just lesbian bonobos. No, we're definitely, we're definitely lemurs because lemurs are matriarchal. So okay. we would definitely be lesbian lemurs picking at each other as a sign of uh, social status. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. There are lesbian bonobos documented. There are lesbian every kind of animal documented, pretty much, because I'll tell you what. Animals be gay. Animals be gay. People just be gay sometimes. Sometimes dude. people just be gay, and sometimes animals sometimes be gay. Sometimes animals be gay. Sometimes critters be gay. Sometimes critters be gay. Listen. Critters? Critters? You hear about critters? Critters be gay. Critters? I don't know. I believe it, but uh, I'm a little I'm a little worried about it. Gay Anyways. critters. Let's get into this third one. Yeah, so this this last one is 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 short. Uh, it's from something else, so we're we're going in a in a different direction this time. Um, it's a, I don't you don't need context for this. Just read it. <laughs> well, wow, wow. Just, okay. Yeah, just just trust me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> The man named Songlan was looking through the scrolls as expected, and Aching thought, It's a nerd! 
it's a nerd. Oh, nerd. it's a nerd. Okay. Oh, it's a nerd. <laughs> of course. Joth and a nerd? And he got feet? Dream man. <laughs> Get yourself a man who can do both. Have feet. Be nerd. Be Joth. Look through scroll. Twerk. Eat hot chip and lie. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just kind of a listing of my perfect man, which is pretty accurate because a man like that does not exist yeah. in real life. So I, there you have it. I love this so much because it's such a good microcosm of these two. Yeah. Like it canonically. Oh, oh, a nerd. Like oh, just, a nerd. just fondly. Oh, a nerd. Fondly and accepting. Haha, <laughs> nerd. Haha, <laughs> nerd. Huh? Yeah, crack open that, that bad boy. That cold one. That cold one. It's like actually a cold one and not just a seltzer. <laughs> it is. Look time. at that. It's like it's got the the condensation on it. Ooh, that looks nice. Ooh, that looks nice. A beater. A beater. God damn. I need to. I need to start putting my sodies in the in the fridge. God damn. That looks. It's good. a concept. Uh, I'm sorry. Cold sodi. Listen, I'm the type of person who will drink tap water straight from the sink. With no ice or anything, just because sometimes a bitch needs to hydrate. And I don't really have a preference. But sometimes you treat yourself with yeah. a, a glass of ice water or a nice cold obiru. 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 And, you know, you realize that it's good and that you're kind of an idiot who tortures themselves. Damn. But hey... That's what being a millennial is all about. Am I right, folks? That is kind of what being a millennial is all about. So anyway, yeah. do we do we have some questions? We got some questions. Let's go into those. Uh, if you got questions. questions, you can go ahead and send them to cloudrecesspod at Twitter or cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask. Those are the things. It I'm is a thing. Yeah, we got a, we got a few. Uh... So let's go to Twitter first, because that's the one that I have open. Um, and don't let me forget that we have one in our uh, inbox. In our in, Somebody done slid into our DMs, so we have that. Yeah. our DMs. Mm -hmm. All right. Fine folks asking questions this time around. It's always fine folks, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, our, friend, our friend Ask Jovery asked if the juniors were in a stereotypical high school movie as opposed to ancient vampire times who do you think would be each stereotype who is the protagonist the dumb jock the nerd etc um i think we've answered a question along these lines concerning like the breakfast club which is a great movie representation of those stereotypes just completely personified, mm -hmm. which love that. But in this, in this case, a stereotypical yeah. high school movie. Cause we're focusing on the, on the juniors, right? Yeah. The juniors, yeah. uh, the protagonist, the dumb jock, the nerd. Um, I think, I think there are so few juniors that we can, we can, we can, we can slim it down to protagonist, dumb jock, nerd, and the edgy one. <laughs> So I think that the protagonist is Longingyi. Hmm. Unlikely protagonist because you think that Jin Liang is the protagonist at first. Oh, I have my own thoughts. I don't know. I'll, I'll, how about you go through yours and I'll go through mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sishui is the nerd. Mm-hmm. 
Man, actually, no. I think Jing Yi is the dumb jock. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Jin Leong, Jin, Leong, Jin Leong is the protagonist that you love to hate. That you love to and hate. And Ouyang Shishen is, uh, actually, no. Ouyang Shishen is the nerd, and <laughs> Shishui is like the weird alt one. Oh my god! But like, it's just because his dad is a witch, and <laughs> all he knows. Way was Sean sending his son to school in like a pentagram t-shirt. Oh my god. It just was raised on his dad's commune. <laughs> so he thinks that black metal is just kind of like a normal one for oh, a like child. Me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same, honestly. <laughs> we're very we're very similar in that respect, yeah. and I forget about that all the time, but <laughs> Me going up to the first grade teacher, y'all like thrash metal? Fucking God! See, now mine is basically the same, except I got my nerd and my edgelord switched. Okay. Oyang Zijin is, he, he's, he's edgy, not because he himself is edgy, but because he, he's drawn to edginess. Hmm. He, he's not about to do it himself because that's just not him and he knows who he is. Yeah. But- Lord, if he isn't devoted to a GameStop goth GF, you know? <laughs> We've talked about this. He loves an e-girl. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? He's he's the knight putting the cloak around the princess and it's big titty GameStop girl. God! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Really like it. Oh God! I would like to see. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. A movie with the with the juniors in the juniors. high school with the. Can I can I add? Yes. I really want Dumb Jock Jingy because I want it to be him when he grows up and he's sect leader himbo. I love it. I love him getting. I just love the idea of him having like a late bloomer growth spurt. Oh God! Absolutely. Yeah, and he ends up like six two, like all of the other lawns, and he's hunky, and he's just no thoughts, head empty, scared of ghost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what? On that note, I think I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but I think it's just so much more interesting of like a narrative choice to pick him for the for the next sec leader instead of Lon Sishui because I think it's just like. So obvious yeah. that Lon Sishui is being being primed for this, but I don't know. I think that Jing Yi would be a better representation of uh, how the Elder Wan brothers changed the Lon clan. Yeah. In the in the in the moderner times. Yeah. He's I mean, plus, he's gotta know more about discipline than Sishui does because he's been on the receiving end of it so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I also, I saw, this is less about him becoming the next sec leader and more about him just growing up to be big. I saw... I'm your next president. <laughs> and I just got signed I to Forehead God. Band Records. Forehead Band Records. <laughs> I saw a comic one time about, like, him, uh, his hair getting really long and he, like, he still has it in his little ponytail, and he like every time he whips his head around, he slaps somebody with it, and that's why he had to cut it, and that's why he has kind of a shorter, oh, shorter baby. He's hair, cute. And it's very cute. Look I really want, boy. I want that combined with him being big. I yeah. really just like the idea of him being the shortest now, but in like five years, he's just a head taller than everybody else. I want it so bad. Just big. Just and big. Dumb. Yeah. And and with a heart full of love. And nobody's angrier about it than Jin Leung. 
We're oh, look- absolutely. We're looking at Baby Cat, and she's being a perfect she's, loaf. She's melting. She's into melting. The tree. She's like you took a brick of ice cream out and just let it sit on the counter, Kitty. She's closing her eyes for a little bit. She's oh just my god! Just having a bit of a nap. The perfect. The perfect. She's a good baby. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of her and post it as the uh, accompanying image to this episode because it's that good. She's the most beautifulest. I don't know what to say, Kitty. So, we have one more question from our pal Elvier. Yeah. Uh, they ask, we're always talking about Jiggy Apology Video, but what if someone forced Choi Young to make one? <laughs> how bad would that be? This unapologetic asshole doesn't even know how to pronounce sorry without adding sorry that you're a little bitch to it. God. Listen, okay, that video that we watched, what was it, last night? About that that horrible Animal Crossing oh, YouTuber. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Bryceland, that, like, yeah. crazy, like, super right-wing Christian oh, conservative girl who, like, kicked people off of her server for being gay or talking about, like, LGBT stuff. Just saying, I'm a lesbian. Or just saying, I'm a lesbian. And then there were people in her comments section like, hey, it's not, it's not actually, are you saying it's, that it's bad no, they said it's not bad to be gay. And she says thinking she, it's right is or something. Yes. And uh Girl. Ooh, and it just in the entire apology video because she basically got called out for all of this awful shit. Yeah, there was like more to it than so this. Ago. Yeah. Way more. Oh yeah, and way like that's horrible. bad in and of itself, but like there was even worse shit. Like reprie fucking hensible. But Yeah, talking about, you know, like animal abuse stuff. Yeah. It was bad and just the entire video was like a complete non-apology yeah it was so incredible it was it was so just her like, being like sorry you feel that way it sorry, was, so much for the intolerant left basically yeah it was so much like <laughs> manipulative fucking non-apology ass bullshit oh, yeah. oh it was some sociopathic God. shit but i i definitely imagine shuyong having that kind of vibe where like this stuff has come to light. It's pretty much impossible for him to directly uh, deny it. Deny it because it's so clear. Like people are out here calling calling him a, a bigot and a murderer because it's obvious that he has murdered people and is a horrible person. And he's like, they're showing the receipts. They have the screenshots. He's like, well, I just. Um, like, I'm, uh, I'm sorry you feel that way, but, like... I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way, but we just have... We just live very different lives. And, clearly. like, I'm... I just, like, uh... I, like... I prefer, um... You know, I'm here to talk about one subject and not that. I'm not here to make it political. Um... <laughs> I, like, I also oh see this God. as kind of... Kind of that r- recent Jeffree Star quote-unquote apology. Uh... Hmm. Like... Like, I don't hate Songwon, okay, but, like... <laughs> but he is super uptight, and he, like, always gets into my business, and he's kind of a piece of shit about it. But, like, we're, like, so close. Like, <laughs> we're, like, we talk best all friends, the time. yeah. And, like, the th- I think the things that he's doing are really important. And, like, <laughs> listen, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Shaoxing Chen and I, such good terms. Really wonderful. We're like this. Like, we're like this. Like, crossing my little fingies. <laughs> But he's such a pushover and, like, he's such a bitch. (laughs) And I just, like, really wish I could see him dead. But, like, we're so close. Like, he's so great. He's such a sweetheart. I'm just, oh, my God. It's so (laughs) fucking. Oh, God. Oh, God. I just, like. He just, like, does not even realize 
that the things that he has done are bad things. No. He refuses to label himself as a murderer or whatever for it, at least publicly. And yeah. finds finds multiple ways to skirt around it through wordplay because God, he might have the mentality of a however year old, eight year old, nine year old, but uh He's he's learned from the best. Yes. He has learned from the best. Who I can't, so, boy, I cannot wait to get into that shit, because I got some, some thoughts, I got some thoughts. Anyway. So excited. It's so fun. So, uh, our, the person who slid into our DMs, uh, uh, a pal B, thank you B, at Paraluna underscore BTS, says, greetings, First of all, I just wanted to say I'm glad you guys are surviving this insane year. Thanks for giving me doses of serotonin with this pod. You are welcome. We are glad to do it. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I have a question for you guys. Hmm. We know that cultivators can sometimes have some really cool or poetic titles like Hong Gong Jun, the venerated triads titles, Sandu Shengsho, Cool Moon and Gentle Breeze, etc. But Wei Ying's only real title other than the one in the novel's name is Yiling Patriarch which doesn't really apply when he's not in Yiling anymore, I don't think. So my question is, if Wei Wuxian hadn't gone down the path of demonic cultivation, what title do you think he would have gotten? And if Wang Shan had a duo title like the Twin Jades of Lan or the Prides of Yunmong, what name do you think they would have? My first thought, my first instinctual thought, and I'm going to say this before I forget about it, is their, their duo title having something to do with, like, Yin Yang, basically. Mm. You know, smiling, grinning, and smiling, smiling and grinning. Him by himself. Damn, if he hadn't gone. See, that's what I have more trouble with. Yeah, because like, because here's the thing about Modo. It's 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 one of these things. It's one of the one of the few. Like I felt this way about. Full Metal Alchemist. Mm. It's one of these properties where the story is so tightly constructed and the things are just, the events are just so logical that I almost can't see there being a way for him to avoid going down that road. Like, I've read plenty of fan fiction. Oh, but I'm sure, like, but like logically, like given the shit that happens in his life, given the paths, given just oh, yeah. the shit that happens, like the way one thing leads to another, it's it's inevitable. Like, yeah, it's just it just feels so inevitable, mm-hmm. and I have I have a really hard time. Like, not that I think, or like, not that I not that I think that like writing AU's where it doesn't happen is bad or whatever like i love it i fucking love that shit mm-hmm. but like in in that universe itself i'm like damn that's just how it's gonna be <laughs> you know i fucking guess yeah but i feel like, that i think damn maybe if there if he had if he had been able to you know not go down that path he maybe would have had something having to do with how uh like silver-tongued he is or whatever <laughs> Or how quick-witted. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. I can see, like... I feel like it would depend on... Where he ends up within the Jong sect. Mm-hmm. Because I feel mm-hmm. like... If if he had his druthers... 
you know, no matter what, he would be there. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, unless there are outside circumstances that pull him away from, from there, for whatever reason, um, you know, the way he was, like, forced to defect or whatever, basically, mm-hmm. where he, you know, not, not necessarily forced, but, like, you know, reached a point where he was like, I gotta do this, you know? Um, I, I feel like he would be there, and it's a matter of, like, what his position is there and what the people... Cause, cause that's kind of like what these titles are all about. It's like, mm. what, wh- how do the people see you? So depending on where he is in the sect, that's kind of what's going to determine what his title is, because that's how people perceive him. And For sure, and people, I think, and pe- we know people have some thoughts about him being a servant's kid and being yeah. the disciple there to begin with. So know? I think eventually, if if Zhang Cheng had, you know, gone on to become sect leader without all of that, well, maybe not without all of that horrible, horrible shit happening, but with it happening maybe in a different way, mm-hmm. it, that wouldn't have, you know, necessitated Wei Wushan. You know! <laughs> I think that Wei Wushan would have become his right-hand man, maybe in higher standing than a servant, Mm-hmm. Considering his upbringing, I know the 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 public perception is what we're focusing on, but mm-hmm. it it probably would would have had something to do with him, you know, being a real good right hand man yeah. or something. He, like, I don't know. I don't think after Zhang Cheng took takes the throne, so to speak, that he would make an effort to bring undue attention mm-hmm. on himself. Yeah. I think... I just kind of sink into the role. I think... I don't know. I feel like no matter what the title is, if he had a title, like, foisted upon him, mm-hmm. I feel like he... No matter what it is, I feel like he wouldn't necessarily go along with it. Because, like, he is kind of hesitant... He is kind of resistant to the title of Ewing Patriarch to yeah. begin with. And I feel like with this, if he's, like... Like, let's say he is in a position where he's uh, Zhang Cheng's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. He's, he's his guy. I know a guy. This is my guy. This is my guy. Um, he, I feel like he's going to disavow whatever title people give him because that's yet another moment where people are giving him attention um, that he feels Zhang Cheng deserves, you know? Right. <laughs> and he doesn't want, like... He doesn't want that, you know. He wants mm-hmm. he wants his boy, he wants his main man to get the attention. He wants his dude, his bro, to have the spotlight on him because he loves him. Because he deserves it. Yeah, and he knows that John of... Chung deserves it, and he knows yeah. that he wants it too. So he's like, no, no, no. He's gonna be like, no, please don't, don't refer to me as that. Yeah, he'd probably just reject the title unless yeah. he ended up like becoming a rogue cultivator. Yeah. But, but in that case, I think that he would probably not really, yeah, stick with the title that people gave him anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just like you said, it is kind of weird <clears throat> and almost difficult to think about how something like this would have turned out because the way that the story is set up, there's, yep. there's, I mean, unless you did like tried to do like a butterfly effect kind of thing. There's, yeah. there's little room to really envision how it could have gone mm-hmm. otherwise, you know? Yeah. Like, cause even in like the earliest pre, uh, fucking disaster days, <laughs> like, you know, when they're still studying in Gusu, he's still like in the, in the Donghua at least like, um, or 
no, both of them. He still, like, fucks around with demonic cultivation a little bit, at least the idea of it. He's like, hey, that wouldn't be necessarily a bad idea. It could be energy efficient. Um, exactly. He says it's just recycling. It's free energy. So um, I think it was set up from the beginning that yeah. he would, if not fall into it, not of his own accord, just continue to experiment with mm-hmm. it because he doesn't really give a fuck. Yep. about what his superiors have to say about it because yep. he'll have come to his own conclusions or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway. But yeah, I, th- I think the only the only way he would have avoided it um, if things if things just stayed chill, mm-hmm. you know, he they they he grew up to be Mr. Right Hand Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could have resisted demonic cultivation if Zhang Cheng like reminded him enough. I feel like that's the only person he would have re- yeah. he would have if obeyed. I think if he had been given a choice, he would have been able to resist demonic cultivation, but he was not given a choice. Yep. So, he did what he had to do, what he thought was the most beneficial thing for him to do without consulting anybody else, which is mm-hmm. typically how men do it. <laughs> um and, you know, you know that led to it being how it is, but yeah. anyway, yeah, I can't really come up with a good with a good title for the boy himself. But I think he would just grow up to be an adult pride of Yunmung. Yeah, along an, with an along adult with man, boy. an adult man, the adult man. His name is uh, his name is Adultman Ying. <laughs> adult, way adult. Lushan Adultman, because Ying means baby, so he's just way adult. <laughs> yeah, he's way adult. That's way adult. It. Way big boy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, so let's go over to Dumbler. Sorry, that was like um, kind of an unsatisfactory question, but it's it's a it's a it's big a, question. It's a yeah, it's a it's a thinker. We're just using our little noodles. Oh, so many questions. Yeah. All right. So on to Tumblr. Anonymous asked in honor of the question about who stands what musician. I wonder what songs that most represent our very best boys or and or girls. I like No Roots by Alice Merton for Wei Wushan. Partly because the first line is, I like digging holes. <laughs> and that is peak way we shot behavior. Trouble by Parov Stellar is also very on brand thoughts. Um, Who is this from? Oh, it's anonymous. anonymous. Okay. Yeah. Uh, See, now here's my big problem. I don't know any song by any band that isn't like yes or the mars volta yeah i mean go ahead go ahead and look up the lyrics and we'll see how we feel i'm i'm familiar with no roots by alice merton i'm not a fan don't like her voice but the lyrics definitely definitely resonate with mr mr way de wushan way de wushan so wayne wushan the first Enemy one of is the no show. roots i do like digging holes or does he like hiding things in them he just likes digging them i think yeah that's true Oh, I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what songs? Mo- See, I'm usually really good at this, but like every song I've ever heard has completely left my thing. I think a uh, great, great Lon Wangji song is Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's his girl. That's his girl. I'm so sorry about it. But like that song is very, very good Kate Bush, Kate Bush song. Um, uh, <laughs> honorary Kate Bush song. For person's personality mentioned is cloud busting for <laughs> Lon Cichoy. If you know, you know. <laughs> um, uh, it was No Roots by Alice Martin. I do, I do like that for Way Wish On and Trouble by Paro Stellar. I've never in my life heard of that song. 
So thank you for uh, introducing a new song here. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Look at this. Parav. Parav. Oh yeah. Let me you see. seeing this? Oh my god. <laughs> I do my best work when I'm doing wrong. I might be wrecking like a train, but I know that you're gonna ride anyway. Boy. Woo! All right, <laughs> we like it. Um. As far as songs that I enjoy for Way With Sean, uh, <laughs> one one that is fun to think about for Way With Sean that I really enjoy is uh, Kill V Mame by Grimes, <laughs> which is technically about a uh, gender fluid vampire version of Al Pacino. Specifically in The Godfather Specifically 2. Specifically in The Godfather 2. And he uh, travels through time and space. So that's fun, but it's also really cool. Uh, so that's that's cool for Way We Sean, in my opinion. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying, trying to think of anything else that I've listened to. Unfortunately, I've only pretty much only listened to Grimes for the past like <laughs> two months. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I... I mean, I mentioned, I mentioned, I've mentioned my music taste several times that, you know, none of this is in my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, shoot. I mean, send us, send us some fucking character bops. Maybe yeah. we'll make a whole playlist. That could be fun. Yeah. Interactive. Well, yeah. Um, Zhang Chung is just like. He's, he's pick a Smith song. Yeah. Pick a Smith song. <laughs> Jesus fuck. You right. Am I wrong? No, you're never wrong. That's a really good question. I'm sorry we couldn't answer it more thoroughly. My yeah. brain just completely forgot every song I've ever listened to. Yeah. Um questions but in case you are Liao Chinga is a himbo discuss there is nothing to discuss you're fucking right when you write you write when you write you write when you himbo you himbo you don't need to fight you about this because it's <laughs> it's clearly depicted in the text that this man knows how to do two things and that's fight and be really awkward around people <laughs> that he likes yep and that's it he just know he knows how to actually three things. He knows how to fight, he knows how to chastise people. <laughs> he knows how to be really stupid and awkward around people he likes. <laughs> That's fucking it. No thoughts, head empty, only sword. He's like, <laughs> fuck, him and Felix Fraldarius could have a great rollicking fucking conversation and they would only talk about swords. Oh my god. Oh uh, god, thank you so much. <laughs> Ooh, my face hurts. <laughs> And another one in the in the same vein, anonymous asks, "Does Shaoxing Chen count as a himbo?" You yep. know it. Pure of heart, dumb of ass. 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 Dumb of ass. Oh. I don't know how much faster and louder we could get, but yeah, <laughs> we fucking like it. He's absolutely a himbo. Oh yeah, like there's no question. He oh, is yeah. so, and it's like he. <sighs> The ignorance isn't really his own fault. It's just how he was brought up. And I'm not even saying that because he's like pro probably the least bigoted person on the planet. He's just stupid. <laughs> he has no common sense whatsoever. He's he's just nothing going on up it's there. Like, I he, don't know. He it's never, like he never he never learned the skills. 
It's like you take a panda out of its natural habitat and it has no idea what the fuck it's doing. It's great at being in its natural habitat. Oh, yeah. But you like put it on a city street and it just fucking dies because it knows how to do like two things. Yeah. And that's eat and fuck. Yep. And it can only eat like one specific thing. And yeah, it's just out it here. It has such a simple life. It's and having then, a, yeah, it's having a good time eating, sleeping, pooping and fucking. And that's all you got to do. And you put it, you put it into real life and it just completely fails. Yep. And crumples on itself because it's just a panda. <laughs> It's just a panda. It had such a limited purpose to begin with. Yep. And you went and did that to it. You shouldn't have. You really shouldn't have. Xiaoxing Chen, in short, is a panda. Xiaoxing Chen sh- should have stayed in the goddamn house. He should have stayed in the bamboo forest. He should have stayed on that mountain. Eating, sleeping, pooping, and fucking. That's right. Sorry just like about a panda, it. yeah. Yep. yep. Eating, sleeping, pooping, and fucking. That's yep. all you need. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and our final question is from another anonymous friend. They asked, does Shuiyang have a ton of cavities? Yes. Yes. He seems like the sort of person who doesn't brush his teeth. This is <clears throat> awful. I hate this. Now I'm wondering which MDZS characters does the dentist yell at? Oh my which God. Which ones are actually good about dental health? Um, Wei Wushan is definitely one of those people who does not take care of his teeth at all. He brushes his teeth maybe... Like, once every couple days. But then he goes to the dentist and it's always fine. Yeah. And, like, nothing ever happens with him. He's the most skating by through life ass bitch. I can't fucking stand it. Yep, absolutely. And that comes from me who just skated through most of school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lan Wangji is the type of person who brushes his teeth, uh, on a whim. Yeah. Whenever he feels like he needs to. Yeah, he has, he has a few set times in the day where he does it, but then throughout the day, you know, because he's a very, he's very much a routine boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jiangsheng, uh, uh, is the opposite of Wei Wushan. He takes incredibly vigorous care of his teeth. Um, because he, he takes, oh, yeah. he takes incredibly vigorous care of all of the outside of his body. It doesn't matter that all he eats are black coffee and cigarettes. Yeah. The, the, the outside of his body must be squeaky fucking clean. Oh yeah. Constantly smelling right and looking right because he has an image to maintain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he takes very good care of his teeth, but he still ends up needing a root canal for some god unknown reason. Oh yeah, and probably he has, all the like, black coffee. He ends up having like fourteen cavities. Oh yeah, and he's like, he goes, "How the fuck? How?" Because he has not gone to the dentist in eight years yeah. because he didn't think he needed it. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally went to the dentist, and the dentist said, "Yeah, your mouth's fucked up," he was like shocked Pikachu face. How could this be? <laughs> But I take good, such good care of my teeth. Well, what's your diet like? I drink black coffee and I smoke a pack a day. Uh, I think that might be your problem there, sir. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, There's no way that can be true. Huaisong had braces. That's just a fact. Huaisong definitely had braces. Huaisong had a fucked up ass mouth before <laughs> she got those braces. Huaisong had braces. Huaisong had braces. Uh... Shuiyang canonically, canonically has, oh yeah, Shuiyang canonically has snaggle teeth. Oh yeah, he has but, fucking um, little, little fangies. Yeah, little fangies, but yeah, he's he's a fucking mess. Um, he's a mess, it's disgusting, his teeth probably fall out, uh, like, I mean, his teeth are probably on their way out when you know. When you know. And he's only like, what? In current time? In the present like or when in the- you know, like currently. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, like his teeth are. I mean, I something? didn't even have to say that because they literally fought with him before. Yeah, but like, get like twenty seven. Yeah, something like that. His teeth are already on their way out. Oh yeah, I guarantee. I guarantee fucking to you. Yeah, 
I guarantee He's going to be toothless you. before 30. I guarantee you. Fuck off. Fuck off. I'm it's the tooth. That, I'm sorry that you're not. Remember the tooth. <laughs> remember the tooth. <laughs> remember the tooth. Remember the tooth. <laughs> I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little. T- I'm not. We're not fucking doing it. Um. Anyway, that was it for our questions. Fear maybe I think maybe maybe it's time for a little housekeeping. I think it's time for a little housekeeping. Fear is the little dentist. Yeah. I. I'm gonna pinch your cheek so hard. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> you freaking baby. <laughs> we have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon, and if you throw treats into our mouth, we will throw them back at you like a weird kind of baby bird thing. Plus regurgitation. One dollar a month of treats. You can be a disciple of the show and get access to all our Patreon exclusive bonus content, including shoes and good iPad, plus special role in our Discord. Five dollars a month, you can be sec leader of the show, and you get all that, plus a more special role in our Discord channel. And a little thank you shout out on the show. Uh, and at the start of every month, you can get a little noodle from one of us. A little noodle. A little noodle. A little noodle. Um, and for $10 a month, you can be a chief cultivator of the pod recesses world and get all of that and an even more special role in our Discord. And you can listen, uh, that's not what you do anymore. You can, uh, uh, help us decide where to, uh, send our, our, our charity money. Um, Oh no, it is, and you can listen in when we record our episodes, including yeah. she's in get iPad. We gotta, and you also get a duel. We do still gotta donate our charity money for this. We month. do. We gotta decide uh, who our our candidates are gonna be. So shout out to our five dollars sec leaders: Sarah M, Lenny W, Carrie, Gary. Lena, Rachel W, and Audrey F. Thank you so much for supporting us, Yay. and a big ten dollar thank you shout out to chief cultivators of the show, Scout and Colin. We love you. OGs. OGs. Day ones. We love it. The real ones. The realest real ones. And we thank all of you listeners for sticking with us, whether you contribute to us monetarily or not. Absolutely, We love you. We love every single one of you. Thank you for listening to us uh, holler about this book for two hours on end. (laughs) Thank you also to Noisepace.xyz for being our podcast network. And thank you to Sec Leader Matt for being our podcast master. The podcast hound. The podcast master. He does that. The podmaster. The Podmaster. Podmaster Matthew. The thank you. Master. Yeah. Thank you for providing us with other good cat of the show looker. Um, yeah. Go uh, on to noisepace.xyz. You're going to find so much cool podcast content there. Yeah. You're going to find some new podcasts. Yeah. They got a couple new things. Yeah. Such as the Big Match Minute if you want to hear about wrestling. And LMNOP if you want to hear a uh, recent guest of the show, Val Flight Cub, talk about uh, elementary of Sherlock Holmes TV. The one where Lucy Liao is there and she's hot. Yeah. It's good. And she's cool. And we love Val, so we love to fucking hear it. Yeah. To me. Val definitely rules. Val, good. Um, yeah. So once again, I'm Roy. That's my name. I'm on Twitter at Semper Funny and also at Yeeling Hype Beast, which is where I only talk about Modow and complain about the fandom. Yeah, and I'm Fallon. I am on Twitter at America's Burden. And nowhere else. And nowhere else. <laughs> uh, you can Except find for my life. Yep. Uh, you can find Pod Recesses the Us at collaborecessespod.tumblr.com and on twitter.com slash collaborecesspod. Just one recess. You get one. You get one. 
Uh, we're on all the podcast apps and the websites and stuff. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, please. We like In- to see intergage, it. Intergage. Please. Write a review. Some shit like that. And if you're over 18, you can join our Discord and have some fun. We talk about good shit. Just don't be weird about it. Yeah, just don't be weird. I, you know, nobody's weird. It's fine. We're all cool there, honestly. So. Hell yeah. We're just, we're just vibing. We're just vibing. We're talking about which mustache is the true villain of the Untamed. So Yeah, I, I, I would argue that all of them are. That's true. No mustache is a friend to me. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> look, I mean, look at Donghua Wen Rohan versus Untamed Wen Rohan and tell me that mustaches aren't the enemy. I'm sorry. What they did to Wen Rohan is just, it's just criminal. It's just criminal. Like, I know he's a fascist <laughs> and I know he's evil and bad, but you didn't have to do him that dirty. Nobody, nobody needs could, to be done that dirty. Like nobody, Jesus. Anyway, thank anyway, you so much for him, listening. Give him, give him his acrylics back. Give him his acrylics back. <laughs> Link to all of the shit is in the description. By the way, anyway, <laughs> you, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Do you know? Do you know? Um, do you know what we say at the end of every episode? What? Well, we say Semper Bunny, of course. Oh yeah, Semper Bunny. Semper Bunny. <laughs> That's her new favorite thing, by the way. <laughs> the fucking misspelling of Bnui. Bnui. B-N-U-U-Y, baby. <laughs> you are all my nephews now? Devil has been solved. Bye. Bye. <laughs>